Thank you for joining us at uh, Beer Fish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle. So make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. That was a very enthusiastic clap. Because I'm excited to see you guys. Oh, that's making me feel special. All right. <laughs> Are we good, everybody? Are we good? We got food. We got drinks. Oh, yeah. Can you guys hear okay? Everybody good? I, think I so. can hear you just fine. All right. Yeah, I didn't put my chair down. Let me know if you guys may turn your volume up, you think, kid? You guys sound hello, good? Hello, 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 hello. There we go. Hello, hello. <laughs> I just got to make it. sure I stay right here. All right. All right, man. You're not going to try a beer today? I am. Oh, you're going to try one? I'm going to try one. Wait, are you recording already? Yes, I am. Drink a... Okay. Uh, Hold on. If right. you drink a bush light, it's practically water. So it <laughs> yeah. might be your best bet. Yeah. Nectar of the gods, if you will. <laughs> Nectar yeah. of the gods. All right, before we do anything here, I'm going to do a quick little selfie because, you know, I like you guys. That was... Not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> talking, talking about yourself? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right. All right, everybody. Oh, shit, I'm loud. Well, I'm always loud. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Granny, Mop Pop Fishing. Got Kit with the Fishing <laughs> Kit YouTube channel. Uh, today, we're actually on site at a uh, quick shout out to Johnson Bait and Tackle for allowing us to come in here, record at their location here. Uh, if you guys ever get a chance to swing by, is this. Central Iowa? I mean, is it, that's not downtown Iowa. Is it North Des Moines? It, well, it's Central Iowa. I'd say it's Central Iowa. <laughs> well, okay, Central Iowa. It's not Central Des Moines. Mm-hmm. No, nah, uh, it's, it's it, North. Oh, it's Johnston. It's <laughs> appropriately named. There we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> Where is this place? <laughs> so everybody has listened to this an audio. If you guys are wondering, like, man, those two cats sound familiar. Not, you know, Grandy and uh, Fishing Kit here. Uh, we have Mr. River Certified and Ryan. Every Apple. time you say cats, my brain autofills fish. Immediately <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. To, I try to act young and you know, trying to use the linguals that they try to use. It just I, doesn't. I don't work. know any young people that say cats. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think they use. That's that like word. an old person thing. <laughs> Gosh dang it! All right, grab me a beer. Here we go. Here we go. This, gotcha. So, so if you guys have been listening, and following us, this is gonna be my first beer in a little bit over a month. Wow. So um, this is a special occasion for Ryan joining us and, and, and Spencer here joining us. So I'm just letting you guys know if I get gout, my wife is going to blame the shit out of you. <laughs> I have no well, problem being the guy that people blame. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. never, it's never been an issue for me. No. There we go. But I do wish you the best. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Right. So we're putting this to the test. I'm doing a bush latte, by the way. Um, I, I was, was it the Iowa water? Is that what they call it? Something, something like that. It's like yeah. Iowa's number one trick-or-treat or something <laughs> they did a poll like the number one candy in each state and for some reason bush light bush was, light. <laughs> was the candy i think yeah. that was a joke yeah yeah well, well cheers guys cheers cheers appreciate you thanks gentlemen. for having us yep thanks oh, uh, I, I just finished mine with that guess you need another one. hey he had to catch up because uh fishing kit you. y'all shout out to fishing kit right here he, he supplied dim sum for us i think this is spencer's first time having dim sum mine so. too and it's delicious yeah. holy shit yeah. there you guys go so we're introducing these gentlemen to asian is it chinese cuisine it is chinese it is chinese it was i mean you make you, you're making it sound like i'm a super 
humble guy, but it was more for myself because I haven't had wow. it in a while. <laughs> I was like, I'm well, starving. I'm on that side of town. Yeah. I might as well Dude, what are you order doing? a whole bunch. Just in case there's females listening, you know, I'm trying to say how nice of a cat you are. To, here we are. Guy you are. <laughs> <laughs> that you decided to give people lunch and shit, man. Wait, you, Catfish. You never, Catfish. I, never, I never hear you use the term cat. Hey, really? Until today. At the end of the day, the motivation doesn't matter. The re- right. end result is what it is. So any ladies who are looking for a... A little dim sum day. <laughs> get all the kids. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Kit's craving some dim sum, oh, boy. you can count on him providing. And he goes know, all providing. out. You can <laughs> see all the he containers on the, on the table. He yeah, went all out. For sure. Oh, by the way, so... Uh, if you guys have not noticed, uh, we upgraded. We got our video now, our video podcast on Spotify now. Oh, sweet. So yeah. make sure if you guys listen to on Spotify and everything, if you want to see the video version of us, you see it there. Obviously, YouTube too and everything, but I was able to be somewhat tech savvy enough to figure it out. I'm still waiting for Ryan to get the video side of things going I know. on ours. I know. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you guys about that. It's just but- another time timetable that I don't have quite yet, but... This winter, it will. It'll take you It'll another half hour to edit them once you yeah. have it down. Well, like like last Friday's podcast, I got done at 11.30 Thursday night. <laughs> so, <laughs> you but know. What we've noticed, so since we started doing the podcast, is that um, as long as you, if you do the editing, if you just don't really edit anything, you just put the beginning and the end intros or whatever the case, mm-hmm. yeah. dude, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is now with the Spotify with the video and everything, can you upload same thing on YouTube or whatever you're gonna do? It we just use the same audio. Right. I just yeah. the the problem is I just say the f word too much. Oh, I, I take out f words and awkward pauses and <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Because if I find that. it boring, I know everybody else is gonna find it boring, so I cut it out. It, oh, and Ryan already yeah. always misses one f word. <laughs> always. That's yeah. Well, we yeah, make a I'm joke. Like, it's huh, like where's Waldo? Go? You gotta you gotta go through well, the podcast. Yeah. Well, you gotta think of it this way. I think in in the film industry, if it's a PG-13, you allowed one f word. Yeah. yeah. So we're still PG-13. There you yeah. go. You're so good to go. <laughs> well, before we get too far, you guys want to formally introduce yourselves? Go yeah. ahead, Ryan. Uh, I'm Ryan Tassler. You um, forgot your nickname. <laughs> well, the, it's the, the wrong podcast. No, it's, it's the same everywhere. The Flathead Assassin. Oh, and yeah. I uh, I'm got Tassler's Guide Service. It's a catfishing guide service I started out this year. Um, I got Tassler Animal Control. It's a uh, business I also started this year. I'm on with Spencer on uh, River Certified Podcasts and uh, make some appearances on some videos not as well. M- not much lately. Not much lately. Like I said, I think we've only fished together three or four times this whole summer. Well, we've been doing a lot of podcasts. We That's have. kind of been eating yeah. up our day of the week that we go fishing. And, and you run guide trips during the day. I run guide trips during the night. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't allow for much time to fish together. We'll have so. to go next week. Yeah, yep. I, I have a guide trip next Friday, but other than that, I should be pretty open. Yeah, we'll go Tuesday or Wednesday. Sounds good. And I'm Spencer. Uh, pretty much do everything Ryan just said he does. <laughs> except, <laughs> Only except, better. Except, <laughs> well, Ryan probably does it better. You, you've done the, the guiding thing better than I have lately. You've been uh-huh, a better my guy. My last couple trips have been rough. Well, you've finally entered, like brought yourself down to my level <laughs> the last couple trips. I don't do animal control, so if you have raccoon issues, get a hold of Ryan. I, 
I just look at him, maybe take a picture and leave. <laughs> that's, that's Sorry I, about your problem, sir. Yeah, that really sucks. You should call a professional like Ryan. I don't know why you called me. So, and then, then I guess I have a YouTube channel called River Certified. It's just River Certified for pretty much everything I do. There you guys go. Don't forget, you guys got to check out their podcast, River Certified. Yep. <laughs> Both, both these gentlemen are on there, so... We've uh, graduated from cats to gentlemen. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, are, are you, are you kind of like the guy that edits all the podcasts now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've taken that role over. Okay. Because Spencer was running on 23 hours out of 24 hours, and he needed at least a three-hour break, so... Yeah. Now he's down to 21 out of yes. 24. <laughs> well, let's, let's jump into this, because this was your first... This is a full year, year and a half now. I think the last time we had you on, spent, or I think I had you on, like, this is the first year now that you no longer teach. Right. You're full-time fishing YouTube, full-time guide service, full-time podcaster, mm-hmm. all this shebang. Two of those things make money. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things is super fun. Right. It is fun. Yeah. And it does promote the other two. So exactly. It does. It does, so. does. Yeah, you've you've booked trips off of that. Off oh, the absolutely. Podcast. Yes. Yep. So, yep. so how has it been? Um, was it worth it to quit your day job and become a full time fishing guy? I guess guy, not guy, but fishing guy for a living. I mean, it depends on what you consider worth it. Like when you're teaching, you have this stability. You're mm-hmm. gonna get paid every month. You have health yeah. insurance. All, all year, you know, <laughs> your, your retirement's pretty much taken care of. Mm. And now none of those things are guaranteed. Yeah. And it, that adds a certain layer of stress uh. because I, I, I value that stability. But I've been making it work so far and hopefully it continues. You know, I just don't take any of it for granted. And I just try to, you know, Ryan, you summed it up. Like when I was talking to, to, him, to you about it was... Uh, you know, you wake up broke every day, and you gotta go. Yeah. Earn, you gotta <laughs> yeah. go earn your money. Yeah, you wow. know, and nothing's guaranteed. You wake up broke, and if you want to eat that day, then go earn it. And That's so, a great way to look at it. When you, if you, as a business owner, entrepreneur, everything, you wake up broke. Yeah. Yep. That's so that's how I feel, and that's how I try to approach everything. And so far, it's been going pretty good, and hopefully, it continues to go that direction. You know? Yeah. As long as I can make a living, but thankfully, I. Don't spend a pile of money. There you go. Yeah. And uh, Ryan, so this is your first dab into guide service. I mean, how? Yeah. Well, uh, me and Spencer, it kind of happened on a whim. Spencer said, you know, I'm I'm full from now until the end of this season and a lot of next season. And I'm turning away trips. Why don't you get a boat? So I started looking for a boat. I <laughs> called him and I'm like, well, I'm going to Brainerd, Minnesota to pick up a boat. <laughs> He's like, are you really? Nice. And it just kind of took off from there. And so. it's a sweet rig. Anybody who's going to book a trip with Ryan, it's an 1860, which on the waterways we run, that's 18 foot long John boat, 60 foot on the floor with a 9065 uh, Honda jet on yep. the back, side council, tons of room, and uh, it can go through super skinny water, and it's fun. It is. <laughs> yeah. And I just, uh, when I went up and bought the boat, it's like a six and a half hour drive one way. So I loaded my girlfriend up. We just headed out at like four in the morning and got up there, took it out on a very short test drive on this private lake. Mm-hmm. You know, it leveled out. Everything was good. So I loaded it up, drove it back, got everything 
it took me probably three weeks to fine tune it get the rod holders where i want get the trolling motor get the fish finder you know get everything the way i wanted it to I took it out on the river. Dim, dim some good sh- shrimp. In there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's why it's named after. <laughs> but the first time I took took it out on the river, it was just a pooch. Like in the current, it couldn't get up on plane. I had a. If you laid out on the front deck while yes. I was driving, if I it could kind of get on plane. So gotcha. I was I was very disappointed. Like I was like, oh my god, I just spent X amount of money on this dang boat and it's not going to be serviceable for my guide trips uh-huh. so then i had another guy come and you know show me because i'm i'm new to jet boats i i didn't know me too bud how me they too. work <laughs> i didn't know you know the ins and outs of them and he showed me how to tear it apart and he showed me what the issue was so 700 bucks later i got a brand new pretty much lower lower end and now it it's where it needs to be it and gets she up. screams <laughs> <Yes>. now <laughs> compared to where it was it was a huge weight off my shoulders because i was like for 700 bucks i got a boat that's now usable mm-hmm. i'll take it mm-hmm. you know it's it was pretty cool yeah one of my things i was coming into this i was wondering well you moved now so it might not be relevant to my question but you guys were from the same area and i was wondering can there be too many guides in an area and because you guys i'm guessing you guys would be targeting kind of the same stuff oh, yeah. can there be too many guides in one area i mean i know you said you you're, you're having to turn turn people away yeah well I, we're, and that's kind of where we kind of complement each other we're kind of on the same team mm-hmm. you know we have the same goals we talk to each other you know we we communicate on okay this is what works for me this is where i've gone so well dude and, dude like there's got to be some of that if you want to be a successful guide mm-hmm. you need that network because yes. that because uh, you can only ch- by yourself you can only do so many things at once and check so many boxes at once but when you have that person that you communicate with that can tell you what they've been seeing and then you tell them what you've been seeing in that exchange of information that's so beneficial it makes not only you a better angler but but you can put people on better opportunities for fish for sure so can there be too many guides i absolutely think so but um with that being said whatever guides are in your area like you need to be able to communicate with them and share that information like so me and ryan talk and then there's another guy jimmy brown he runs um chasing cats guide service and Mm -hmm. he mostly does trolling or i mean fishing for channel cats on reservoirs and then he's got some really cool multi-species opportunities beyond that that he does but anytime i'm going to be pulling baits on reservoirs for channel cats i get a hold of jimmy like what have you been seeing and uh he's always been very like open about yeah. he's a great what, guy yeah he really he, is. he's an yeah. awesome dude and and unfortunately like i can't provide him much help because what, <laughs> what i do <laughs> doesn't really translate but if i could i would you know because, if you can get through the four inches of water for a quarter of a mile i got a spot for you <laughs> <laughs> but um can there be too many yeah um i mean it's and just, it only takes one bad one to kind of ruin an area as well but what would make a bad one yeah how how can you ruin an area if you not let's just say not you know poaching let's let's call okay. it fishing poaching you know where they you know maybe overtake the area like so they, they just go dip into the well a few many too many yes. times or yeah, harvest a bunch of fish they harvest a bunch of fish or you know do mm. it unethically like you know let's say they go i've 
I've actually heard some scenarios where they go run ditty poles and kind of stage fish in an area. As a guide? Oh. As a guide. Really? There was a guy down in, I'm not going to say the state, but it was yeah. just a state below us. There's okay. a guy in that, the uh, city that does that. Uh, yeah. I heard. But yeah. I, that's, that actually it's got, hearsay, so I don't know. Yeah. No, it's real. Like, oh, shit. Well, this, this guy actually got busted for it. Oh, dang. For staging fish and... You oh, know, you're talking kinda, stage, like saving them, like in a like netted off an area. Oh, I Holy thought you yes. I thought you were just talking about guys who would rod and reel fish and then also run diddy poles. Yeah, so just, no, just harvest the shit out of it. Yeah. Well, no, or, this guy's would go out and run diddy poles and catch all these big fish and then stage them into an area and then run his guide trips oh, in that. Holy crap! And then well, a captive area. No, nobody I know in around here is doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, That's no. Well, there, but, there's there's guys who run Diddy Pool guide trips around here, which is fine. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, that's what that's I thought a good time. You, thought but, you were getting at. But a lot of our audience that we're actually going to take out on guide trips wouldn't want that trip. No, they want the opportunity to catch one on rod and reel. Yeah, for you sure. know, and as fun as Diddy sticks are, like I I love them. Like they are a blast. Um, there's just something special about going around a river bend when you know you got them set and you yeah. got your spotlight on the bank <laughs> and you're looking for them and then you see it and it's just going Whoa. <laughs> straight down and it, it goes down and doesn't come back up you're like oh Damn. that's a good one but <laughs> but then catching one on rod and reel when you hear a clicker rolling or you see a rod fold and then all of a sudden that battle is in your hands it's hmm. you have the visual component of seeing that fishing rod fold in half and then you have like the physical side of things where you get to genuinely fight hands-on versus a ditty pole. Like you see the, it go down and there's a little bit of a fight, like trying to get them to the net. But mm -hmm. the, most of the finesse is just to keep them from pulling the hook. Right. You know, if you really, I mean, even a 50 pounder, you grab that line, you could, you could lift them in the boat by, if you're strong enough, you could lift them in the boat by that line. You don't have to finesse it for any reason other than pulling the hook. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, everybody who books trips, they want that opportunity to catch them on rod reel. At least everybody I'm around. For sure. Man, imagine being like a customer for one of these guides and you roll up on a spot and then you notice that your guide has these fish corralled. See, I know. It, but, but how would you know and let? Because I'm, I'm assuming he releases them yes. before he takes yeah, it was, the it, guides. It was like the, he netted off a section of yeah. the river. Man, and, that's, that's an excruciating. Man, that that takes some coordination <laughs> yes. and yes. but I guess he but, works. Yeah, he's a worker if he's yeah. doing that. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I'm Absolutely, saying. Right? You know, to, I'm like, dang, you really yeah. hustling on that you, one. You I can guess, say but. it's unethical, but you can't say it was easy. <laughs> right. Yeah, very true. Very true. Like me as a customer, if I caught caught wind of that, I I would call him out. Like, uh, did you really just? <laughs> Put these fish in a pen for yeah. me to catch. I'm sure some yeah. people do. Yeah, you know, and he just obviously doesn't take them yeah. anymore. <laughs> or he'll be just like, "No, what are you talking about? What are you, you talking know? about? I don't know what you're talking about. Man, that's crazy." But yeah, let's say you go with him and catch a forty, and then find that out later on. It just kind of takes the mystique. The, yeah, the, 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 it depends oh, on the person, though. That's like, true. Like there's so yeah. many people who go fish pay lakes, and to them, a forty yeah. pounder out of a pay lake probably does feel the same as one out of uh, its natural and like waterways where they're yeah. actually from that's true um i mean i'm i'm kind of weird on the opposite on the opposite end of that spectrum because if i catch so i had a trip and i was talking to dude on the trip and we were he was asking me how many you get over 50 i'm like man i haven't seen one over 50 in like two years oh wait client caught one this june yeah oh wait 
caught two of them in Tennessee. <laughs> but they, they just feel different. Because yes. he was asking yeah. me if I, like, when's the last time I caught one? And other than the Tennessee fish, it's been over two years since yeah, yeah. I, I caught a 50. And then the client fish, rem- remembered the client fish. And then the ones in Tennessee just don't feel the same. Yeah. You know, a, a 50 pounder in Iowa is so much more special to me than a 50 from another state. Well, a 50 in Iowa, let's say you've, you've probably got what? 10? If mm, close, five to ten, probably yeah. in your yeah. whole lifetime. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Wow. And he goes and knocks out two in one afternoon in Tennessee. It was like <laughs> three hours. <laughs> well, is it is it because okay, what is it? is it because of pressure? Because of the location, environment? Is it all all the above? Um. See, the more I, th- I think about flyheads the more I think there's way more than a lot of people believe. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just so hard to target and catch. So I think Tennessee has a, a body of water that just has even more. And okay. even with a lot of pressure, it w- I think it would take a lot of pressure because they're so hard to catch. It would take a, a pile of pressure to bring that population down. I think they just have a watershed that supports a crap ton of big fish, like mm. from the ground up, like, the watershed, the nutrients that substantiate this forage base that substantiates the next tier of the food pyramid. You know, they have all these, they have the biggest skipjack herring in North America, which are, I mean, you hear about big largemouth in California mm-hmm. on these reservoirs that get the crap stocked out of them with trout because trout are such a great protein base to grow. High fat. Big, yeah, high fat yeah. and grow these big bass. I feel like skipjack might be comparable the for catfish. The flathead version. The yeah. flathead version and definitely the blue cat version. So I, I think that's just a body of water that propagates an enormous population of really big fish. Well, right. to put it in perspective, you caught one of them in over 100 foot depth. Yeah, there's a lot of habitat diversity there. <laughs> there's a lot of room for big fish in 100 feet of water. Well, yeah. I mean, you got 70. The deepest water we see is... Seven? Seven. Well, <laughs> right now, maybe five. Five? Right, yeah. I, I caught that flyhead yesterday out of 12. Oh. Yeah? Um, the deepest water I see when it's low is like 24 in like two spots yeah you know, it's you, not not a lot but there's yeah. not a lot of hundred foot water down there either oh i'm sure yeah there's like actually there is more i think about it i, I think <laughs> there's like five spots that are over 100 feet <laughs> but the to have a pile of water that's 10 to 20 which is like primo flathead depth and then a lot in between and that just separates a lot of the fish you know like blue cats would compete directly with flatheads to a large degree but you know, when you have that variance in depth, you have a lot of places for each of those fish to go to at different times. So they're yeah. not directly competing for the, the exact They can same. find their own bubble. Yeah, yeah. So more food, bigger fish. So I went back to the seltzers. Just not because I prefer it. It's because I, I just want to do one hey, one well, beer today. When, just, you, just, when you sprain your ankle, you don't go around oh, a marathon yeah. as soon as it starts feeling better. Thank so, you. Yeah. so how'd the beer taste? Your first beer in first over a month. First beer in over a month. Um, Probably tastes very beery, it's a, considering <laughs> you haven't <laughs> had one for a while. It's, yeah. Even if it's a bush light. A lot better than a seltzer. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge, you know, bush light, bud light cat. 
I might, back in the day. I might drink a seltzer with you just just because. Okay, well, let me know whenever you're I'm ready. I'm just lying. He's like, I've only got so many. You yeah. can't have one. <laughs> if, if we had no beer, then I would do it. But we got we got plenty of beer. I know. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, I wanted to ask you, because uh, I was listening to you guys' podcast the other day. I know you guys were kind of getting at it a little bit, because but I want to hear Okay, mono versus braid. Yes. There we go. I don't, because your guys' podcast, you guys went on to, t- it was like 20 minutes. It was awesome. I re listened to that. I dominated you. In <laughs> oh, there we go. I wanted to give actually, Ryan, I wanted to give Ryan a chance. Come on, reasons Ryan. to back up Here my claims. And every, every reason I give you, you're like, that's true. But <laughs> no, I, I never, the only yeah, thing I said that's have. true is the abrasion resistance. Like, you're, you're, you, you argued like Donald Trump. <laughs> You're like, it's that way because I say it is. Is there any other reason needed? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, things actually have to have concrete evidence to support them to be true. So, whoa. So, let's bring in a new perspective fishing kit. So, on your catfishing rods, do you prefer braid, mono, why? What do you think it's better? I don't know if you listen to their latest I episode. Am, I'm a, I'm not completely caught up, so okay. I need a little bit of context. But this is good. No, well, this, no is, this is perfect. This is yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. actual, yes. like your unaffected opinion on exactly. this. Exactly. Without hearing any of our reasons. Well, my reasons. Ryan didn't have real reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I run on all my setups, I run braid, and then I have a floral or mono leader. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't fish a lot of tight structure, so I'm not worried about rocks, trees, cutting out my braid. Okay. Mm, and okay. if I break off, I'd rather break off a foot leader versus, sure. I don't know, 20 yards, whatever, of uh, braid. So tackle converse- conservation is one of the reasons you go with braid. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Now, um, but, wa- but, but to save his ass, he goes with a mono leader. No. <laughs> Floral or mono. I guess um, mono's cheaper. We'll put, a, we'll put floral and mono in the same category yeah, yeah, just right. because they're comparable. But right. Well, if you if you give me floral too, then you don't have a leg to stand oh. on. Uh, I have plenty. Um, but why why do you go with braid mainline then? Like you said, you, this is what you do, but why do you choose to go that route other than tackle conservation? You just fit more braid per surface area versus mono. So is it because you want to use smaller reels, or is it because line capacity is a a consideration for the way you fish? Hmm. I don't know. I just feel better if I fit more line on a spool. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you get more bang. But all right, so if you're not trolling or bumping line capacity probably isn't an issue that's what i was going to get at like the reality is i mean even a 50 pound flathead with if you're using appropriate tackle Mm -hmm. 50 to 85 pound braid and you know a a 40 to 60 pound leader they're not going to rip off more than 10 feet like if a fish if i hook a fish and it pulls off 10 feet of line i'm like whoa whoa And for me, it's easier for me to cast braid That's, versus mm. a spool of mono. Yeah. yeah. And then once you get that bird's nest, because it's going to happen, I, for <laughs> me, it's easier to untangle some braid. Really? Yeah. Like, really? I, no I, way. Yeah. I would, for me, the, the big, thick the mono diameter, is yeah. like easier to pick apart. Because with, 
with the uh, mono but once, it kinks. Yeah, yeah. once that spool uh like inflates yeah it is so much harder to dig through it sure versus braid you kind of I will pull out all the braid and then get to where the tango is, and it's easier for me to work it out. So I would preface that by saying, if you are experienced, oh. unt- <laughs> if you're an experienced untangler of braid, it is easier. It is. But if you're no, I'm not throwing any shade at you or anything. I'm just yeah. It'll get yeah. It'll yeah. Get <laughs> he goes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're somebody who's not familiar, like hasn't blown up a bait caster with with braid and had a big braid bird's nest and you look at it you're like how the hell am i supposed to get this untangled it would seem daunting but if you've done it a handful of times and you get good at it i'm gonna say braid is probably easier Hmm. not compared to like 80 pound mono like what ryan runs yeah it's it's easy to untie rope (laughs) that's true that's true right on that very true so but your guys is uh um well the argument is like which one is a better, easier way to tie a knot? Is it easier to tie a knot with a model, 80 pound, or a braid? Braid, hands down. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree. Why do you disagree, right? Yeah. I just want to know why. I, I used mono, or I, I used braid probably two seasons okay. back when I was growing up. And it, it was just a pain in the butt. And maybe Was it because your knots slipped? At times, yes. Just, just like the one at the bottom of your spool, when it <laughs> when it hit the, the really, you know, that, that really big, strong fork stick that had been rotting on the bank for two years, and you decided to use it as a rod holder? That was a very unfortunate experience. <laughs> we lost a good one on a guide trip the other night. Oh, no. I was sleeping in the boat. Mm-hmm. They were sleeping on cots right next to the rods, and I wake up to this rod in overdrive. Just <laughs> Nobody's moving. They're asleep. So I sprint down the, the uh, riverbank. Uh-huh. Just in time, I get about five feet away, and my rod goes up and then drops. Oh, shit. It, it completely spooled it. It took the whole freaking... Wow. And if my knot hadn't have broke, my rod and reel would have been gone. So <laughs> kind of glad. It's a blessing. It's it a blessing <laughs> in this guy. Good thing you did that. Not broke. Because it literally went straight through the fork stick and then just dropped. Wow. I was like... What happened? Yeah. <laughs> I, and I didn't have my light on or anything, so yeah. I was I was thinking it turned around was running at me. So yeah. I was reeling like hell trying to catch up the slack. Uh-huh. And then I turn on my light on. I'm like, oh, because <laughs> 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 that didn't even it didn't even click in my head that that was an option that could have just happened that yeah. just got spooled. The, but that knot should not have broke. It should not have, but I'm kind of glad it did. What uh, Didn't what? get to see the fish, but still have my combo. So obviously <laughs> knot tying ability is a, uh, an advantage to mono. Mm. It is. I mean, obviously, because terminal, that, that, was a really, terminal knots. that was a really strong knot you terminal had tied knots. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you catch a fish that's 237 pounds, because that's what I'm guessing he was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're still talking about flathead. Right? Right? Flathead? I've, I've caught fish. In like four foot of water. So he had plenty of room to run. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've caught fish quite a bit bigger than that, right? Just, just saying. No, mono mono definitely has its place, um, and so does braid, yeah. I think. And they both have advantages yeah. and disadvantages. The moral of the argument is it's personal preference, and it makes a fun argument. Yeah. 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 Cool. What and do it, you run? Uh, every single one I run, braid. 
and I run with a mono leader. And the only reason why, like you're just saying, my biggest thing is I can cast it a lot easier. Yeah. With well, the, it's with thinner the diameter, so exactly. it's going to go further. And I don't know. It's just in the back of my head, hey, the further I can cast, better chances I can catch a fish. That's just, right. you know, back yeah. of my head. That's what I'm thinking. I, I don't know any better than that. So I use a braid. I can cast it further. And one, one huge advantage of braid that I've seen is when you're anchor fishing and there's wind, mm-hmm. the wind catches the mo- my bigger diameter mono a lot more than his braid. Oh, yeah. So it slacks up my line where a lot of times it won't slack up his line. Or heavy current. You're for- or heavy current. You're forced to use heavier sinkers than yes. you would with braid. Mm. And, and that can sometimes lead to more snags. Yeah. Or less snags, and, depending and on the situation. a harder hookup once the fish does take it because you're already I'm got a tight small line fish like big yeah. fi- big fish hook up either way it don't yeah. matter but. but the only bad thing about braids is the backlash you, you hear me all the time like this sucks man because like, when i backlash like last time we went fishing that you know the weekend like I, I threw away the bait caster for the whole rest of the fishing trip well like what he was saying once you get used to backlashes with braid and i find think it you'd easier. be used to it by now <laughs> you have to suck really bad to get really good that's right yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're yeah yeah well that that does say something like i'm jealous of anybody who is naturally good at something because i've yet to find the thing i'm naturally good at like it takes me so much practice to be proficient He's like the Kool-Aid man. He's got to bust through the wall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Too funny. So. Never never quite thought of it like that. (laughs) We were talking uh, before we jumped on today. I want to hear it because I wanted to ask him earlier, Spencer, today. How did he do yesterday fishing? So he kind of gave me a little bit of a oh, background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I we want, I want to, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to save this for the podcast. I kind of want to hear how he did because, you know, he, he, he took out the yak yesterday, you know, this professional yak catfishing guy. Um, <laughs> so, so we shall see. But uh, yeah, we're talking. How'd you do yesterday, Spencer? Catfishing. If we're looking at the fishing side of things, yeah. it was fine. Oh. <clears throat> Caught. Caught two flatheads up to 20-some pounds and uh, caught a nice channel cat. That was the adventure, though. Now, what led up to that wasn't so great. Um, Embrace the suck. I swamped swamped my kayak for the first time ever. Wow. I completely filled it up to the top. Which which you this year just switched back to a sit inside. Yeah. You had gone to the sit on top for a while and just kind of switched back. I probably would have just flipped it uh, sit on top over just flip the, it yeah. would have like, been easier or i would have been chasing more stuff okay yeah there'd been more stuff floating down river <laughs> okay um, which would have helped our segment of our podcast oh. things floating down well river. there were there still things floating down river but what happened our, our rivers are so low like i the idea of filling it up or capsize or anything was not even anywhere remotely in my mind at all like yeah. it is the river's actually lower than it was last year, and last year was the second. This might be the lowest I've ever seen. I'd have to double-check my records, but yeah. there was one spot where the river was, it was a run. The river was like normal width. It was bank to bank, and then you get to the end of this run ahead of this hole. It shallows up, kind of makes a little riffle, and all the water's choked down to an area that's maybe, I don't know, 10 feet wide. So whatever water's left over is all funneled through that one spot, and there was a log right in the middle. Well... <laughs> Like, I, I've seen this play out before. No, I, 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 no, like the idea of it being a problem never entered my mind. So 
I see the log and I actually am messing with my transducer on my kayak that hangs over the side because I didn't want to get hooked up. Yeah. And, and, you know, I didn't want to... Bust your transducer. Exactly. So I'm messing with that. And while I'm messing with that, I bump into the log with the front of my kayak and then the back end of the kayak, the current pushes up against the log. Still didn't think it was a big deal. Um, But apparently the way the kayak was weighted, it was weighted more towards the back. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I bump into it, water immediately starts coming into the kayak. And I'm like... Now that's an issue. Well, (laughs) the, the craziest part of it was before I could finish the sentence in my mind of there's water coming in here, it was folded to the top. Quick. That Just quick. like oh, a, geez. within one to two seconds, my kayak was completely full to the top with water. And within those, I immediately reacted, jumped out of the kayak, tried to move it. And mm-hmm. it probably weighs three, 400 pounds at this point in time with all the water in it. Yeah. Maybe more. I don't know. It was hard to move. But I got it to the, with, this all happens within like, five to seconds. ten seconds so try to move it it's heavy move it anyway get the nose up on the bank because it's only five feet away mm-hmm. and as soon as i get the nose up on the bank i see movement out of the corner of my eye that's my bait tank floating downstream upside oh, down oh, with one of my rods floating behind it um i drop let go the the kayak race down grab the bait tank um grab my water jug because that was my only the only liquids i brought on the trip (laughs) (laughs) so uh grab those run back and then can't see my combo and then luckily it it like the current is revolving at that particular spot and i see it like the current it swept down and then swept back up current because it it was spinning there Mm -hmm. so i grab that then I, i look at my kayak it's completely full of stuff or full of water and I pull everything out of it and end up tipping all the water out. So that was um, the first thing. <laughs> so were you running in the water? Cause yeah. It's about was, a foot deep, right? It was about well, where, far deep. Where it was at. like waist deep waist by deep. the time I got to the place. So well, where, where it filled up was probably knee deep. Okay. And then immediately downriver that, it was about waist deep. So I'm running Jeez. through waist deep water. Oh. and The upside is it was at 5 o'clock, so there was time for stuff to dry out. No. Oh, that reminds me. I had all my camping stuff in a dry bag didn't have the dry bag closed it it didn't get completely soaked but it was enough where everything was just a little wet and it got down to what 57 no last night down here down here it was like 62 but the same difference but the (laughs) sleeping bag that's the same well i i I ended up getting it all dried out on a campfire oh Oh, okay but that took several hours anyway um (laughs) the wind the wind is what got me yeah. So I started out with my head on the facing north, and the wind was like funneled right into my sleeping bag. <laughs> oh shit! That lasted about 15 minutes before I flipped around the other direction, where it was better, not good, but yeah. better. So that was the first thing, and then uh, the second part of it was I didn't bring any food. Oh shoot! I was planning on catching a channel cat on my way down. Well, that fiasco ended up eating up a bunch of time. So I, I, see that. I, I was racing to get to where I wanted to go before it got dark. And then I get there and I, I have no food. You're cold. You're I'm hungry. Cold, wet, hungry. <laughs> Tired. You Tired. feel like a little puppy who's lost his way. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, Just sat on the sandbar and whined. <laughs> I, I had a f- <laughs> I, there's there's a lot of things I do, but I don't do that. Um, the I most important thing: Did you dry out your camp shoes? 
Did you get them dry? Yeah. That's good. I spent a lot of time. That was was rule number one. Camp shoes and socks. I have to have dry camp shoes. Camp shoes and wool socks. (laughs) Put them right next to that fire first thing. Oh, boy. But I I had a flathead on the bank within five minutes of pulling up on the sandbar. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I threw it, it, threw the bait out, hits the bottom. Donked him in the head. Must have. Because <laughs> I reach over to the other rod and I start messing with it and then hear it. Don't. <laughs> and I just get hit and then it starts going bobbing. And um, uh, here, he, I mean, I guess you can take from this whatever you want. It was about seven or eight pounder. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, you would be a perfect eater. And I have no food. You did eat it? But I didn't eat it because, (gasps) well, let me explain why. (laughs) I didn't have a cooler to put it in, so I would have had to eat it all or waste meat. And I wasn't going to waste meat. So I, I let him go. Hoping. I liked your odds of eating a seven pounder. I, I think you, I, can, you can put it away. Yeah, it's not. It, <laughs> well, it's not fully seven pounds. It would have been five, five pounds of meat. Yeah. No sides. So I think I think you could do it. it no sides. Could I? Yes. <laughs> would I? Would I enjoy the feeling afterwards? No. No. But you're hungry. And I. Well, and I'm like I can surely catch a channel cat in like a like in the shallow water off the sandbar. And that's what I ended up doing. I caught mm. a half pound channel cat and a eight inch drum. Mm, and there you go. that's what I, I ended up. I didn't, I flayed the drum. I always call it pan frying where you, you take their head off, gut them and skin them. Yeah. And then breaded that and fried both of them. I had tortillas. I had four tortillas. So I figured I'd have two fish tacos with the drum fillets. And then I turned the rest of them into tortilla chips. Nice. So I had fish and chips. It's the first time I ever heard him actually say tortillas. Usually it's tor- Tortilla. tortillas. <laughs> I never. Well, I, I say, don't know. What the heck? I'm like, what, who is this guy? I say, that, I say that as kind of a smart ass no, way of saying yeah. it. That's, he has his kind of his own vocab. Yeah. He does know how to say the words correctly. He just chooses not to. See, I feel like, I feel like there's a certain power in that. Too funny. But I ended up getting food. I still had my water. Got everything dried out, caught fish, but the beginning was pretty yeah. rough. But catching those fish, it probably made everything in a sense worth it. Like, right? I don't know. I you mean, tell me. You tell me. Like, was it worth it? Because you're like, God, all the shit you just went through, and then. Well, that- I, I always fall back on it's gonna make a great story. Did yeah, it, yeah that's a, that was going to be my question. Did you get good video footage of it? Well, I got good <gasps> video footage of... No, no, not, not, <laughs> not really. Not is it, it, it going to make a good video? That's, did you get a video out of it? The, like, yeah, the beginning of the video yeah. will be my kayak full of water. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I mean... You checked the, the box. You had a good day at work. I did, I did. <laughs> but... The, the fish, the, the quality of fishing, I mean, it's important, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that's just a drop in the bucket for the overall thing. Like, I'm I'm an experienced guy. Like, what do I get from the experience? And and not all of them are good. Well, it depends on, <laughs> like, good and bad's a matter of perspective, too. So I got a good story out of it. Um, I learned I was, like, I can handle that. I can handle that without a beer. <laughs> I want... <laughs> I wanted a beer. Like it's like of all the trips that I'd brought no beer, it had to be this one. <laughs> so why'd you switch from a sit on top to a sit in anyway? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I like sit ins better. Mm. They, they, you can haul more stuff. Okay. 
you know, and it's nice and tidy. Like you put stuff in the front, you put stuff in the back, you have the middle open. Whereas a sit on top, I just feel like there's crap sitting out everywhere. And there is. And there is. Yeah, there <laughs> That's is. why they make dry bags. You just pack everything away and yep. pile it high. Yeah, but, you definitely <laughs> would have had more shit floating down river if you were on a sit, sit on, on top. top. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't have filled with water, but I I just would have been chasing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I would have had sit on top, I bet I would have had my dry bag closed. <laughs> <laughs> Life it, lessons are tough. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it would make a difference if it, you were in deeper water? Oh, it might be dead. Okay, that's why like, yeah. for real. Yeah. yeah. And that was another thing that I, I think I said on the video. I'm I'm glad it, it was shallow water. Yeah. I had a life jacket. Yeah. You know, like I always wear the life jacket. Yeah. Period. Same here, same. End of story. Um. But uh. I mean. There, there, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You could pout about it, or you could just keep trucking. You know, I wanted to go from point A to point B, and then also my ride was picking me up at point B, so I had to get there. <laughs> I, <wanted> to get <laughs> <back>. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be a good video. I hope so. That'd be yeah. cool. I hope so. <laughs> Looking forward to it. For sure. Learning experience, right? Because mm-hmm. you, like you were saying, like uh, when I kayak, I haven't flipped over it quite yet. Like, well, I got some like other flipping stories. It's gonna happen. It just it's, hasn't happened. You know, it's a matter of time. <laughs> but I, but I fish. I never fish on the river, really. Yeah. Ever. Like on the yak. So I've always fished in like lakes or whatever. The case I've never be. flipped in freshwater. Hmm. Well, you you might run into a situation where you're on a lake and there's some drunk boater guy mm. just buzzes right next to you. That's one of the scariest parts yeah. of lake fishing. I agree with yeah. you on that one. Yeah. You it's have like, a flag. Even uh, I, I don't have a flag. It's not a bad idea. Think. Even on the lake, man, I guess you're right. I mean, if you're on idea. like our five mile an hour lakes, it's probably not a big deal. Or no wake lakes, but you go to a big one. Yeah, a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. just in yeah. case. But yeah, I'm like, but you're right on that because um, when the waves come in after a big boater, like I do get a little bit nervous. Like, oh shit, if if I were to fall over, I do have my life has all the time on me all the time on the yak but i don't know man i just like once you get into the moment you can't can you prepare for it can you prepare for when your kayak flip over oh yeah you can but when it happens you're probably not like my instance i wasn't prepared because of the idea of it happening never even popped up in my head you know if i'm going through some nasty rapids Mm -hmm. i'm ready you know game on i'm i'm bringing about every paddling skill yeah whether consciously or unconsciously, I'm incorporating all of those to make sure I don't flip. And we're in Iowa, so we don't have the nastiest rapids in the world. But we have sure. some stuff that's tougher than most people are aware of. Yeah. When and I've first, never had an issue. The first couple times I was taking long kayak trips with you, like I'd go down the rapids and I didn't know that you had to paddle through. So yeah. I would just kind of enjoy the ride and then yeah. get to the end and it would whip you around yeah. a 360. <laughs> Luckily, I had good enough balance that it didn't send me. Yeah. But there's a lot of people. It would have. It was like riding bulls again. I've seen you those come people. out. You take a hard yeah. left. <laughs> so yeah, if you're going through the rapids, it's important that you control the boat. You don't let the boat go. You nail you, it. You have to paddle, paddle, paddle until you get into the the calmer water. So how does somebody that like a non-river fishing kayaker? He fishes, you know, just like, like myself. I've never fished on the river, right? Mm-hmm. And I fish on lakes. I want to go into the river with you guys real quick. What should I do to prepare myself, like, in case, like, 
pits. The first few times that you take long trips, take as little as possible. Yeah, that's true. You don't want that okay. weight shifting when you're not used to the weight shifting. Oh, okay. And I, I would say another one is just, just be aware. Don't relax in situations. Make sure that you are in control of the, the boat and not let the current control where you go. Hmm. And most of the time, it's not that big of a deal. It's not. Yeah, no. Like, no. The, the only time you run into problems is when, the real time you're going to run into problems is when there's obstructions. Okay. Like if you hit a log, depending on how your kayak's positioned, it may be a problem, it may not be. But you don't want to ever get turned sideways, like perpendicular to the current. Pinned to the log. That's that's yeah. what happened to me. Okay. I got pinned perpendicular to the current, and that's what pushed that back end down and filled me up. And that could happen in 20 feet of water if you bump into the wrong log. I almost, I never wore my life jacket for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. When I started kayaking these rivers, I had one in the boat to be legal. But um, there was an incident where the, I got turned perping. I bumped into a log because usually you bump into a log, you just bounce off of them. And it hit the back third of my kayak. But uh, the most of the weight was in the back third. So even though I thought it was the end and I was just going to bump off, most of the weight's back there, so it's like that's the center of gravity. Well, the the current caught me, and this branch had a little bend to it, and it pushed my kayak up on top of it, oh, and then shit. water started coming in. And this was a sit-inside kayak, so I instinctively grabbed the branch that I was shoved up on and leaned hard that direction to lift that side of the kayak up. Mm-hmm. And I had about six inches of water in the bottom, thank God no more, and I kind of shimmied myself off of it. But I was immediately upstream of a big strainer, big brush pile, and had that filled up, and I get pushed up against that. That's when you have problems. I'm not saying anything bad, bad would have happened, but I'm saying it could have. And I immediately went to a sporting goods store after that trip and bought a life jacket, one of those self-inflated ones that I'm, and I said, I'm going to wear it every single time. For sure. Mm -hmm. So, and, And I've worn it every single time ever since then. And even if a physical danger didn't happen there, you could have lost everything you have. Mm-hmm. in there you know, oh yeah yeah th- yeah, yeah. you know thousand dollars or even with your equipment thousands of thousands dollars. Yeah. yeah of dollars just underneath a log jam somewhere where you'll never get it back well i've seen a handful of people flip i bet i've seen thousands of dollars of equipment lost well Corey alone Corey, shout yeah. out to Corey. <laughs> <laughs> His shout com- to Corey. i hope you listen to this Corey. he's a tournament bass guy his combos are worth more than my car <laughs> <laughs> he's at a tournament right now yeah, is he really? say he, yeah. He, he's out there right now all right yeah. man hey yep. good luck to you Corey. Hope yep. you, maybe we'll get you back on right after this so that we can see how you yeah after tournament. you bring home a victory everybody's gonna want to talk to you that's true <laughs> <laughs> How'd you, how'd you flip over, Corey? <laughs> Those guys are talking shit about you, Corey. So, Corey's not the only one I've seen do that, just yeah. just for the record. Yeah. yeah, I think there's been three other people I've seen flip and lose a pile of stuff. Yeah. That's, that's over the course of 12 years of kayaking a lot. Yeah. With a lot of inexperienced people that... Because you usually have more than one kayak, and a lot yeah. of people that are interested in it back years ago you're like sure come along it's gonna suck yeah i'm gonna take you on one of the worst (laughs) adventures you've ever found in your life well that's that here we go that trip is when i found out how tough Corey is yeah like you can you can say anything you want about Corey. you can't say he ain't tough right yeah like he flipped his kayak lost his phone uh everything got wet lost two or three combos one of them was really expensive and then uh 
lost his smokes. So he was like nicotine deprived. <laughs> so he's wet, lost a bunch of stuff, nicotine deprived, still stuck it out till the next day. Dude, well, I, Kit has a I've good I've seen start. it firsthand. We were kayaking a lake in December. Oh, he, yeah. He went in after yeah, that one. December. You were there? Yeah, December. I was there. I saw it happen. Did you see live. the fish that he claims is like twelve pounds? <laughs> no, he d- he did not land the fish. No, I know he didn't, but I didn't know if you saw. No, if you I were did close not enough see to it. see the fish. He actually, when I was coming up to him, he flipped over the opposite direction. Okay. So I did not see the okay. fish. Oh, I was like, holy shit! So he lost his vexilar, a couple rods. Who knows what else he lost? Right. Probably yeah. some tackle. And he just got back in, started fishing right away. Ten minutes later, he's pulling up fish. <laughs> this guy is a freaking trooper. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. tougher than nails, man. December. Yeah, December. Yeah. Imagine how like cold that day was. It was 40s. The waters were, water was, well, it might have been like 38. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. Jeez. I think it was high 30s. Granted, the air temp. Well, that doesn't matter if you're sucking <laughs> oh, wet. It, no, and it's a balmy not. 55, yeah, yeah. unseasonably breeze. warm to say yeah. Yeah. With only a north breeze of eight, so right. it's just enough to chill you right to the bone. Uh, yeah, like, holy shit, Corey, that guy, he's tough. But he goes, I tested out the, the suit, the Norfin suit. He goes, Norfin suit's pretty good, guys. <laughs> Survived it. Oh, yeah. Shit, dude. Him and, his, him and his big brain, like, how can I turn this around and do like yeah. a little yeah. promotional piece? Yeah. It was funny, though, because we, we had it on the podcast. He's talking about it, like, but damn, that Norfin suit kept me alive. It'll, it'll, I'm like, <laughs> it might have. It, it, yeah, it might have. I think, had, I think it did. Because he just... wasn't wearing a life jacket. He just had the suit on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but truthfully, that guy never sleeps, so that was probably good. It probably got him energized and woke back up. <laughs> It's like taking a shower in the morning. Man, I feel alive. ready to go. <laughs> Too funny, dude. Uh, but yeah, that's. I would have to say that's probably one of the in the, the back of my mind that I'm always concerned about. That's why I haven't kayaked the river. I am nervous. Like if that happened, because I, the best not, time to do it would be now when it's low, or the worst. <laughs> <laughs> do you really want to test it? That's the you know nah, that's my I, thoughts too. We'll break it down. It's not that big of a deal. There are yeah. different concerns on a river than there are on a lake. You just got to be cognizant of them, and if you're aware of what to look for, which you'll get better and better through the more experience you have. For sure, the better it's going to be. But I mean, there there's a bunch of drunk assholes that float down it every weekend, and yeah. people. It's you know and they do fine. Yeah. So I'd rather deal with a log jam than a sixty mile an hour boat. Mm. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather Agreed. be on the river than a lake any day. Yeah, and even even our rivers at flood stage, mm-hmm. they're flowing like four miles an hour, and they're blowing out and big and wide, and you have plenty of time to look for obstructions and stuff. And yeah, I mean, most of the obstructions are three foot below you. Exactly. You go right over the top. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not saying anyone should kayak them at flood stage, but what I'm saying is. Even at their worst, they're not so bad. Gotcha. They're, and they're, it concentrates the big fish, so I would, I it, would kayak it does. at, flesh, it does. at yeah. flood stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> so it's uh, changing subjects a little bit. It's coming down to fall. Are you guys a little bit antsy to try and ice fish? I know, Ryan, you're not. No. Oh, <laughs> God. I'll be out there. Okay. I definitely will be. Yeah. So... I'm sure I'll go two to four times, right. somewhere in that range. But you're, you're leaving February or January? January 6th or 7th. Dang, and how yeah. long are you going to be gone for again? Until February, like, 25th. Okay, so we can reconvene with each other. We should still have ice by then. You right? might be able to get 
a couple trips in before you leave. Actually, yeah. that's what I'm. Yeah. Yeah. We're lucky. That, okay. we're lucky. That, was, that was last so, year. I went. I think three times before I left. Have you caught your wiper yet through the ice? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> so, I, was, I was trying to be nice. I was trying to say. You just opened a scab. I just picked well, open a scab. Fishing kit and myself are trying to heal that scab. So we're trying well, to see. I'm pretty if, good at watching kit reel. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as long as. I don't think we gave away our spot from last year. No, I tried to never give away the spot. Yeah, and I don't think I, on the videos I put, I don't think anybody could tell where we were at. Yeah, and we were. I knew where you're at. Yes. <laughs> you sure? No, I'm just okay. just oh, messing. Yeah. I'm like, damn, hey, you know, like, goddamn, I suck. <laughs> but um, you can hide stuff ice fishing that you can't hide open exactly. water. Because most of the videos that we posted, I think we were just inside the hub. So you can yeah. do that, yeah. or I mean, okay, the background is trees covered in snow. Exactly. <laughs> just <laughs> like everywhere <laughs> else. So I think we have a spot. As long as it, I don't think it got blown up like you're saying. I think it's pretty non-pressure-ish. Okay. Pressure-ish. Yeah. Non-pressure-ish. Well, the but time with wipers, they just, yes. they don't stop. Yeah. They, they just best. go. So, but they do concentrate in certain areas. Yeah. yeah. So we have the spot. We would like to take both of you guys. I think we should do this, like a mini trip, whether it's before you leave or after. Mm -hmm. Um I think it's a high possibility we can finally get that monkey off your back. Oh, if anybody else screw it up, it'll be me. Well, <laughs> it'll only be just that much fun. Dude. <laughs> right? I don't know what it is with them being in cold water, like getting, teasing wipers up off the bottom and getting them to eat the bait. I've, I've struggled with that in cold water. Yeah, they do not move that much as far as uh, that, uh, vertically. They do not move very far. I agree. Oh, they yeah. don't. At so all. that's probably why I had problems teasing them. I up. think most of them are they. Have you always caught your wipers on through always the ice tight to the bottom? To the bottom. Yeah. Okay. You raise yeah. them up a foot or two. If you didn't catch them, if you didn't catch them at that point, that's it. Drop it, yeah. drop it back down. Drop it back. I agree yeah. with you. Okay, it's good to know, but because the same pattern kind of applies in open water right before it freezes up too. Yep. Yep. That's that, yeah. that's what I was uh, when me and Corey were out. We were just catching them tight on the bottom. Yeah. Well, my my hope is, I should be able to put my boat in the garage within the next three weeks. Okay. And it's a heated garage, and I will not have to winterize it for a while, hmm. so I can yeah. get my boat out on that lake and my live scope out on that lake and hopefully be able to jig up some hybrids. Okay. Well, speaking of ice fishing and trips, are you going to do any? I know you're not going to do any ice trips as far as guiding. God, I hope not. <laughs> Are you doing ice trips, Ryan? <laughs> I'd love to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would I would love to. I, I've got a, it'll be a weekend thing if I do. And then uh, I got my daughter every other weekend. So it'll be a, it'll be a limited schedule this year. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but I, yeah, I'd love to get out and, you know, run a half dozen trips at least this winter. And Tassler's Guide Service. There your, you go. Your crappie connection right I, over here. <laughs> I've got a pretty good crappie perch spot, you know. Limit, oh, perch even. Yeah, limited walleye spot. It's And it's all kind of the same lake. I've kind of got a, a, a small section of a pretty decent lake dialed in and uh and i got some like info that some. i'm gonna pass along that is not in his particular section but you'll appreciate i like that yeah i like that <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> so now we're gonna run eight trips no. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're anyone like me who's uh i mean i appreciate and enjoy 
ice fishing to a degree, but then mm-hmm. it gets to a point where it feels like work because you're hauling all that crap around. And you're done yeah. with it. And, and I'll do done. the work, and you just get to enjoy it. Right. But if you, if you don't want to do either of those, you can get a hold of me and <laughs> go to Florida <laughs> during the winter. And I think I have seven or eight spots open as nice. of right now. So okay. you, you come guide with me. I'll let them catch all the crappie. They'll take them to Florida, and you'll turn them into blue cat. Oh, that'd be we'll, all right. We'll use all the crappie Can for bait. Can you mail them to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, they'll bring them down. The same people oh, will stop. Oh, that, that'll be yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Spencer, FYI, that, uh, the, I, I know everything. That's uh, the wiper spot that you think we were fishing, ice fishing? I have no idea where you were. I I'm know. just screwing That's with you. That's why I can't wait to take you there. Because <laughs> oh. I think I'm going to get you on one this year. It's one of two places. If he can catch it. If I can <laughs> catch one. <laughs> if he ice. can do it. If I can do <laughs> it. You've got multiple. Yes. You got to get a chance. I'm yes. going to, once the podcast is over, we're going to play a game and see if I can guess the right okay. spot. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll All do right. that. Speaking of Florida, I know you've recently moved. I'm surprised you did not move like away from here. I thought. No one's more surprised than me, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, this guy moved and he's still in Iowa? Yeah. Um, it was, uh, it wasn't, it was a community decision. It was a community decision. <laughs> and by that, I mean, it was one person's decision and it was not me. <laughs> Fishing kid doesn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, um, yeah, you should know by now, man. Instead of being a songbird, why doesn't he just go to where he's going to, I'm with you. I figured you'd be down in Florida. I'm with you, too. (laughs) We're always with you. I think it sounds very logical. But it had been more of a Tennessee, Alabama area, maybe. A place where you could just fish year-round instead of having to travel. Just not Iowa. And you you could catch an 80-pound flathead or a 100-pound blue any single day. That's why it could happen. It makes sense. No, you guys are right. So... Because I'm, <laughs> but. but then reality kicks in. <laughs> yeah. Be, because I'm still in Iowa and I don't want to run ice fishing trips in the winter. Um, I went. To, I, I chose Florida for a handful of reasons. It's the Apalachicola River, mm-hmm. and that body water has a pile of blue cats. Most of them Bagels. are in the. Well, I mean, they're not. They're not huge. Huge. You're like. You're probably not going to get a hundred. You could get an eighty. Like but the, you've got several 50s, 60s. No, uh, the biggest, I, biggest ones I've caught were between the 40 to 45 pound range. Really? Which are good you ones. You make them look good, big. Yeah, <laughs> I, thank you. You do, you do have that talent of making them. <laughs> Is that the editing skills or are you <laughs> no, just that good? I just know what to, how to hold them. Ah. Yeah. yeah. You got to know how to hold them. Yes. <laughs> um, Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Love it. Very good. I know. I, hey, that's my dad's favorite song. <laughs> but it was. most of them are like 10 to 20 pounds, which are fun. And then you have Ocean ocean Run Striped Bass, which it is one of the few uh, rivers that dump into the Gulf that have Ocean Run Striped Bass. Are they just mean? Oh, dude. <laughs> I could imagine they're just mean. And you can catch. So we'll, I run heavy rods for when you're targeting the bigger blue cats. Mm-hmm. And then I have these, the, the catfish, Whisker Seeker Catfish and Carp spinning rods which are basically medium, medium light spinning rods spooled up with 30 pound braid and I run 20 pound leaders and uh, I'll put little chunks of cut bait out on those. You'll catch smaller blue cats, but we've landed them up, or I landed them up to like 29 pounds was the biggest one on catfish and carp rod last week. I bet week. that was a blast. It was fun. Well, I didn't catch it. I guess the client <laughs> reeled it in. Um, <clears throat> but it was fun to watch. 
And then, uh, <laughs> but then you'll pick up the stripers and wipers doing that too. Oh, it sounds oh. so fun. Yeah, it's it's a blast. And there's just so much life in that river. And we caught stripers, wipers, blue cats, flatheads, bowfin, longnose gar, largemouth bass. Uh, that might be it. So this is, uh, you do this around January-ish. January. So I'll be running trips from... Okay. I, my first available date's like the end of January till okay. the end of February. But yeah, just shoot me an email, spencerrivercertified.com, and can book you a trip down there if you want to head south for the winter. Well, the reason why I ask is whether I book this year or maybe next year, maybe the kids can go see Florida a little bit, you know, during the winter. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, a, just, it's just, a different Florida where I'm at. I'm in the Panhandle by Chattahoochee. Okay. And it is like... It's right on the Florida Georgia line, not the band. Uh, <laughs> they uh, broke up, didn't they? I hope so. <laughs> Deuce country, dude. Yeah, that's not country. Um, Love it. But it's it's if you feel like you're in the middle of freaking nowhere, like the, okay. the closest Walmart's over an hour away. So this is a boys' trip. If I were to do it, yeah, then. that's what yeah. you're trying to there's, tell me. There's right? no you don't want the kids yeah, and wife in that area. I mean, unless they want to tour the state penitentiary about two miles away from the boat launch. Yeah, we good. Uh, because Ella came down and visited you last year, and for a little we bit. did not hang out there at all. We went to the coast. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm over. I'm out. Hour in, I was like, we got to go somewhere. But, but an hour, an hour and a half south of there, you get to the coast. There's East Point. There's uh, Saint George Island, which is a pretty cool area. And then my favorite's Apalachicola, just the town. The river dumps into the Gulf right there. The river that I'm I'm fishing up up north mm-hmm. and uh it's just a cool little area like it's it's got a cool little square downtown area <laughs> and then uh i forgot a bunch of shops <laughs> and a, a bunch of stuff to do cool breweries like there's just a lot of good stuff going on in Apalachicola, florida well i might just do this man my birthday is in summer i'd be like you know what love you honey but maybe i can just request a trip that would take a boys trip to Florida with Spencer in the winter. There you go. Like I, I, I put everything on hold. Yeah. On the summer. Now, yeah, you know how to celebrate. And then she's got six months to get used to the idea. I'm going to be gone for about a yeah. week. Yeah. Just book it and then worry about the rest oh, later. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what could go wrong there? I'm a single guy. <laughs> you can't quite do that. It's, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> so I agree with you. I, doesn't sound but, like it. But. <laughs> but. But. It, it, that forgiveness, forgiveness it, it, part may be running a little light. Timing, <laughs> it could be a little rough, man. I'm not going to lie. But. That's, I think it might just, you know what? We might do that next year. You down for it? Yeah. Next year. Can't do it this year. I got too many things Wait, going to next Denver. Next year as in next 2023 or 2024? Well, it's 20. Because he's going down next year, technically. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, he'll be down in 2023. Down every, every winter? Uh, well, this will be the second. So how do you want to define every winter? So every winter that I haven't been teaching. I went down there. So the next so two out of the two years. Yeah. That's 100. Well, every year. We're 100. 100%. <laughs> so I, I plan it, on going every year. Okay. Yeah. So if he plans on going every year, so it would be 2024. Wow. That's no, not, that's far. Not really. It's 2022. Almost the end of 2022, in a sense. Yeah, we got, what, four months left? Yeah. We got a third of a year. So yeah. one and a third years away. But I have to ask because my <laughs> birthday's in July. So I have to prep. 
She don't listen to shit. Well, if you book it, <laughs> don't worry about it, guys. It'll, it'll be a surprise. Yeah. It'll be a surprise. Yeah. If you book it now, she'll have a year and a third to think yeah, about that's it. That's what I'm saying. So she, she'd be like, because at the moment, she'd be like, ah, year and a half, go ahead, man. Go spend a week in coldness, wherever you're going to go. I'm not going to tell her where you're going to go. Well, yeah. I, I probably should. It's not that warm. Like, really? any day is usually 55 to 75 for high. Oh, that's perfect. Wasn't for fat it warmer ass like up here when you came back? <laughs> that's perfect. The, the week I came back, oh, yeah. it was five degrees warmer in Iowa yeah, than it was yeah, when yeah. I left Florida. You, you didn't say that. You're like, what the hell? It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. But the walleyes are biting, so I was like, eh, yeah. right. <laughs> Welcome well, home. Yeah. But it was a good welcome. Maybe yeah. I, I'll, I'll do that, though. We'll do that. Let's just go, man. We'll go to Florida. Hang out with yeah, Spencer. I've never been bit. to Florida. So See? if you're going to do it, do, do a week. Book uh, For sure. my, my buddy runs a shore-based shark fishing charter called the Yakima Out Fishing. And... You can book a trip with him, and he'll take you shark fishing too mm. off the beach. Okay, which is kind of funny that it's called the Yakima Out, and now he just got a drone for running his base. Oh yeah, <laughs> gonna have to rebrand there, Chris. Drone him out. <laughs> drone him out. Doesn't have the same ring to it, <laughs> but it should be fun. We'll do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll. there's a couple people that have that book trips with me that also book a trip with him, and they just turn it into like a, a four to seven day trip. For sure. Mm-hmm. You got anything else for these guys? Uh, so What's yesterday up? it was 90 degrees. Yep. And I think this is our first cold front of, of the season. It's the first day I've worn, like, pants, not instead of shorts, <laughs> since May. Oh, dude, I hate wearing jeans. I can't yeah, I'm a shorts jeans. guy. Yeah. I prefer shorts. A lot of my work is, like, up in attics or crawl spaces where a guy should wear jeans, and I still refuse to. Screw that. <laughs> I, I boycott jeans as much as possible. Anyways, my, my question is, uh, are you guys excited for fall fishing? And beyond that, what is your favorite season to, to go fishing in? This is my favorite season. This is your favorite. Yeah, I love fall. Like, I love heat, don't get me wrong, but the end of September through October and then a little bit in November, like... Granted, there's a lot of fronts and weather events that seem to happen, but the fishing can be lights out. There's no bugs, and it's just really pleasant temps to be out. <laughs> Professional over don't, here. Don't bump, don't bump the mic. Just bump the mic. <laughs> Those trulies are pretty heavy. Five percent. They're more than bush lights. Point eight percent higher. I'm I'm kind of not looking forward to the end of flathead season because I just got started with my guide business. Mm-hmm. I got a late start this year because, mm-hmm. like I said, it literally just evolved overnight. So I was crazy. I was just like, "Bam, Ryan's got a boat." <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll start telling people he's going to run trips. So I'm I'm really not prepared for it to end because I've been having a blast and we've been having some good fish in the boat. So. I've got uh, one more trip. Yeah, your your biggest client fish is only ten pounds lighter than mine. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. So you're not even going to throw me a good comeback. Now I feel bad. <laughs> now I just feel like an asshole. But yes, like, well, I agree. <laughs> so um, fishing came myself. It's oh, at least I would say myself is slowly jumping into this flathead realm this summer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess this is the first. I think this is the first year we slowly targeted. I guess specifically, yeah. Yeah, specifically. What would be your guys' recommendation for somebody who's just like slowly jumping into Ooh, I got chasing this. it? I got this. I mean, what, what, I mean, what should we do? Uh, see see what, that? 
wooden thing right there? This thing. Yeah, like hit your head against it five times as hard as you can. <laughs> and, yeah. and if that doesn't bother you, then then you can probably go fly fishing. Oh boy, <laughs> is it? Um, it's an exercise in frustration at times. Yes, yeah. you you gotta have patience because okay. you can be in the best yeah. spot with and the perseverance best too. Like, yeah. on top of that. Is it just because it's Iowa that it's hard to find, or is it just no, because no. of uh, flatheads in general? Yes. Like okay. even, even I, I Ape- talk apex predators in general. Well, I oh, say so okay. many good yeah. things about Tennessee, but like most of them guys down there don't actively target flatheads. That's they're just fishing for catfish. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're throwing mm-hmm. big chunks of bait, and you and catch hundred pound blues. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like some some, yeah. some days they get the big blues, some days they get big flatheads, but to just. Like, if you're just targeting flatheads, mm-hmm. and that's what we do because that's what we have. Yes. Um, I mean, it's it's tough to stay on them consistently. Okay. I mean, it, lots of people catch them randomly every once in a while. Yeah. Doing this, Especially that, Especially lately when it's low water and you could throw out a bait in the right spot. And, yeah. You but, know. But it's... So don't biggest, get frustrated and be patient. Just enjoy yeah. the whole thing. Like, okay. the fact that it's difficult makes it so much sweeter when it actually happens. Hmm. Yes. Okay. That'd be my biggest, like, thing of it all is, what's all that noise? Rain. I think it's rain. Yeah, I, rain I just know that, too. Oh. Yeah, we got a storm here. Just go Hawks, baby. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yes. so everybody's listening to this. This is Cy Hawk week, and this is Cy Hawk game day. Yeah. yeah. Technically. So, what's Cy Hawk? I, I, Cyclones, Cyclones Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes. We, we had to put Little Brother a little bit ahead of us, so Cyhawk. So, so Iowa State Cyclones versus Iowa Hawkeyes is kind of a big deal here in Iowa. Second week of the college season every year. Yeah, and we yeah. we do not have national teams. Not or yeah, pro, professional teams. Yeah, for yeah, football. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. But I think that's part of why it's such a big deal. For sure, Iowa. but it's not a big yeah. deal anywhere else. You know, <laughs> no. and that's for sure too. No, it's not like yeah. a Florida Florida no. State rival or yeah. you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's, it's the Cyhawk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for 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 Iowa though, you know that's why you gotta embrace it. If you're if you live here, you born and raised, wherever the case may be, you live in Iowa. You have to embrace it because nowhere else cares, gives a shit. Right. Absolutely right. But and it's one especially of the, on years like this. It's yeah. one of the <laughs> yes, funnest dude. rivals oh. that Ow. that you and your buddies can give each other shit about. And then drink beer together and don't care. Yes, you know it's, it's Except, nobody takes it personal. Well, some for the most part, <laughs> some take it too. I mean, all right, Randy, I got a question yes, for sir. you. What I'm asking you, what type of Hawkeye fan are you? So there's there's a lot of different fans. Some I would categorize, and I'm talking about the Iowa Iowa State rivalry. Mm-hmm. I I categorize myself as a Hawkeye fan who always cheers on the Hawkeyes. And always cheers on Iowa State, except when they play the Hawkeyes. I don't feel like, well, I'll let you answer the question. I'm 1,000% with you. And the reason being is because I went to Iowa State. Okay. But I was went to Iowa State because my friends could know this. I was a Hawkeye fan. Right, born and raised. <laughs> I was that cat I up in Ames. Right. I stuck and out. I stuck yeah. out. But you weren't alone. I'm sure there was others like you. I'm guaranteed. Yeah. But the thing is, when... Um, I think is great for the state of Iowa when yeah. Iowa both teams do yep. well. Yes. So my thoughts are, when we come together, when they when they play each other, of course I'm gonna root for the Hawkeyes. Other than that, I root for both teams. Yeah. So I feel like there's many, there's quite a bit, there, there's a lot of Hawkeyes fans like that, 
Not a lot of Cyclones fans like that. Because they've always been considered the little brother. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. And, and I got a pu- totally, complex a little yeah, bit. It's, 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 it's the little boy complex. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, yeah. I get that, guys. I, I, I understand that. I almost feel bad talking trash about Iowa State fans when there's no Iowa State fan here to defend themselves. Tom. <laughs> But then, then I call. <laughs> Tom's got an Iowa State so, shirt on so, right so now. But I just got over it. Is yeah, what I'm, yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. But hopefully one day, because if, if, if Iowa State one day ever beats Iowa, I mean, it's been, what, six, seven years now. Longer yeah. than that. I wouldn't six, be surprised seven, if it happens today. I wouldn't either. With the way Iowa represents their offense, it's offensive. Um, but yeah. if, you know what, I think, I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to Tom. I think we have a bet here. I might have to wear something red if they win. Better real. He's got a lot of oh, them. Oh, yeah. I could get him on yeah. that. Yeah, possibly. and you we'll could see. go to Walmart and grab a Zepco and just bring <laughs> that <laughs> That would be funny as hell. Uh, a reel of your choice. I, I think of the Cyhawk series kind of like me and my twin brother. If if I'm, I've got a twin brother, and it doesn't matter if we're playing checkers. I will cheat to freaking win <laughs> against my brother at checkers. But if anybody else is versing him, I'm on his back the whole freaking way. It is, you know what I mean? It is funny because, like, I knew you for a long time before I ever met your brother. Yeah. And to see you and your brother interact, that's a totally different side of you that you don't that isn't just out there unless Rick's around. And I enjoy it. <laughs> you get a little more fiery. Well, he, he kind of needs to be kept into place who's older he is by three minutes i couldn't take him any longer i had to kick him out (laughs) (laughs) so he's older by three minutes three minutes is he into the outdoor stuff yes yeah yeah he's a he's a chief of police in a small town just north north uh here east of here (laughs) yeah Yeah, northeast of here a little bit He's but, also uh, chief bullshit. He is. Yes. Oh, he is. Love it. But he owns a, two MMA uh, promotions, so he runs oh, nice. mixed martial okay. arts promotions. But you know, his love is still the fishing aspect. Yeah. He goes on quite a few fishing trips and mm. things like that. So. He's got a sweet rig too. He does. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Totally off topic. You ever go into town yeah. and like, hey, Rick, yeah, man, hey, Rick, <laughs> dare you to pull me over? When I was young. <laughs> dare. I, I was probably, I'm not even sure I was drinking age, but I was <laughs> drunk off my ass. And it was New Year's Eve. And my brother's always had drag cars. Like, he likes really fast cars. Mm-hmm. And I got this great idea. I was going <laughs> to go back to my parents' house and grab his drag car and then run it through the town that he was in the cop in. Oh, boy. Yeah, it wasn't good. He's <laughs> I mean, I wasn't an idiot about it. Like, I didn't disturb everything. I just let him know I was there. And then I took it back home, put it away. No, Pretty sure know. he wasn't happy. He was not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little tension to this day, and that was 20-some years ago. Wow. We might have to get him on one day. Just He's, he's pretty be, good shit. And he doesn't shut up, so he's a good podcast. <laughs> oh, he's ideal. <laughs> I love having Rick on. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, right. he's pretty good shit. Yep. Is he, how, how is he fishing, you know? He is a destination fisherman. He oh, doesn't okay. fish a whole lot locally. Okay. He likes to go to Lake Erie. He likes to go to the Red River. He likes to get out and just plan a week and go fishing. Ice so, fish or open water? Both. Okay. He loves ice fishing as well. Okay. Yeah. Who's he, the better fisherman? Ooh. Oh, I, he doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> there, there's not a there's not I, a single thing that I can't weigh in. I've never seen Rick fish. Well. 
Like he goes to Lake Erie, and Lake Erie is you get your boat in the train of the other boats, and then you catch twenty five walleye, and then you go get drunk. That's Lake Erie fishing. All right. Yeah, it's, not I mean, so it's, bad. it's so easy. It's ridiculous. It's like okay, how many thirty inches did you catch today? Uh-huh. That's how you judge what type of day it was. I have to do like it's a crazy. Tassler challenge or something. That'd be oh, so- yeah. I'm up. Who's the I'm better a, Tassler? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would be kind of fun, dude. I'm up. Well, if we go the best Tassler, we'd probably have like 15 qualified applicants. <laughs> that's we, we would have to have a fish up. You got a pile of siblings. And most of them really enjoy the outdoors, so. See, we'll let them duke it out, and then then I'll be like the boss in the video game. <laughs> like they have to win all these levels to get to me, and oh, then I just school goodness. everybody. <laughs> and then I mace him and walk away with the trophy. Did you did you get asked to do the Iowa twenty four by chance? I just I I had plans leading up to it, okay. and ironically, both the weekends that were brought up, it was a. a I don't remember what the first trip was, but the second one was when me and my brother went and fished the big rivers. Would you be interested next year to try it with us? Maybe. It was... This guy's a busy guy. Man. I know. We'll see if we can schedule him it's in. It's the, the guiding thing that chews up yeah. a pile of time. Because, like... No. So, I, I guide three days a week. Then I got to fish two Damn. to three myself to get two videos with the flyhead fishing. You know, Very like, the reality true. is it's two, lots of times, three day three nights to get two videos flyhead fishing. And then... Uh, then I gotta edit them. Then so, I gotta spend time with my wife. You stuff. Think? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> this is the uh, one thing that I think I want to give you props for because I think this was the first time that fishing kid myself ever fished twenty four straight hours and we slept on a boat. We never slept on a boat. It was the very first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're like, man, you guys make it look that shit look so easy. I can sleep anywhere. It's I valuable. can too. That's that is one of, one of my tools I bring to the table. Yeah. I can fall asleep right here, right. Well, now. we weren't sure. We're like, this is our first time ever. We're like, holy shit, we're gonna sleep on a boat. We're like, it, it was like crazy. Well, I ain't gonna lie for me, after being up twenty hours, it's pretty easy to fall asleep <laughs> on a boat. You just crack. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did have to nudge him pretty hard. Oh, well, you guys will see. I did have to nudge him pretty hard. Hey, let's go. It's morning. We got a competition. Let's go, bro. I, I had to nudge him up pretty hard. I don't think I recorded that part, but it was kind of, I should have. You should have. I was like, Kit, get up, man. Let's go. We got fish. That type of stuff's my favorite stuff. Like, there's a bajillion videos of people catching fish, but True. when you have include those things along with it, that's what makes the good stories. Mm. Yeah. My favorite stories, anyway. Can't speak for everybody. I like those two, though. I think that's the. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's behind the scenes, but it's just it's real life, man. It's yeah, just the it real. Is. That's this the is realism. how we got there. Yeah, yeah. like Actually, like the my trip yesterday caught some good fish, but they're not the highlight of the the trip, you know, as far as the <laughs> yeah, storytelling the goes. Point. Yeah, like in three years, I'm not gonna remember those fish, but I'm gonna remember all the bullshit I had to deal yeah. with <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, back to fish. They're sleeping on the boat. I enjoy it so much. I mean, you're out there underneath the stars. You know, it's nice and cool usually. Even when it gets super hot outside, once that sun goes down, there's usually a slight breeze or, you know, it's nice and cool. you get used to the heat. So if it's 90 during the day and then it drops to like 68 at night. Yeah. It's still that temperature change makes a big difference. Yeah. Once it's kind of cool. Once it hit like two or three in the morning, oh, like, holy shit, it's kind of chilly. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Especially if you hit the dew point and everything gets wet. Oh, if I you hate don't, that. if you don't have a good sleeping bag that's waterproof, it kind of sucks. Hey, shout mm. out to my wife. 
we were about to go out there, no sleeping bag, nothing. Me and Kate were just like, man, we're we got this. It's ninety, it's 90 <laughs> degrries today. Yeah. It was, so Who my cares? wife, she goes, she literally before I packed up and left to do this challenge, she goes, "All right, get your sleeping bags." I go, "The hell? What do you need sleeping bags for?" She goes, "You guys are gonna stay on the boat all night?" And she go, "And I go, I think so." She goes, "Grab the sleeping bags now." She goes, "I go fine." What? The? I, I was literally like. What I'm just gonna. Yeah, it's just gonna be in the way. Yeah. It's gonna be in the way. It's just more package shit I gotta bring. Yeah. So we brought it. Can't look at each other at that night. Where you're like, shit. It was yeah, good. I, I did not bring pants. See? Yeah. He did. And, yeah. And she yeah. brought. Yeah. She. She. Dude. Shout out to my wife. She doesn't listen to shit, but she goes pack everything. She gave me hoodies. She gave me mm-hmm. pants. She yeah. gave us all the stuff. No, she gave was, you pants. Yeah. I didn't have. Oh yeah, sorry. Pants. But you got you got the sleeping bag. Yeah, the sleeping though. bag was a lifesaver for yeah, sure. It was. It yeah, was. It's, and that falls into the category of you don't know until you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, if you've never done really it, true. you would have known that night. It would. This sucks. I would never want to do this shit again. And it would always stay yes. with you. Yes. It would have happened. Yeah. But. Luckily, my wife was a little smarter than me. <laughs> than for us just to go fishing on so, the lake. And- I'm fancy. I got a, that dry bag that got a little wet uh-huh. that I was talking about. <laughs> the dryish bag. The dryish bag. Dryish bag. <laughs> um, it. I always have a cot that fits in there. I have an inflatable sleeping pad that I put on the cot clutch, mm-hmm. like, and then a sleeping bag, two camp pillows, rain gear an extra hoodie and a sleeping bag liner mm. like uh, that keeps things even more warm and then a bug net and teepee and a lighter and fire starters <laughs> like like those things live in there that's the essential bag that is in yeah. the bag oh <laughs> now that we're thinking about it more camp shoes <laughs> And What's camp shoes? How big is this bag? I know, I know shit. <laughs> That's, well, it's camp shoes compact. are when you have a complex that you cannot have wet feet. Most people don't just they teach deal that with stuff it? in like the armed forces. We're not in a situation that is survival related. No, but we're overnighting it, but trying to catch a, a flathead. But it's not a bad idea. No, but you're just kind of a Nancy about it. Well, <laughs> wet feet is awful. Wet by feet the way. sucks. Sleeping with wet feet sucks even more. And so I make sure I have dry camp shoes and wool socks because even in the summer it gets cold. It does. So, it does. Yeah. Like we said, you know, 20, 20 You're degree. like, eh, I was going to go camping without a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do you know, Granny? See? That's, you're right. See? That's the thing, though. I, I need to knock some sense into me. Yeah. <laughs> Once you realize, I'm like, shit. Yeah. You're right. And no. all of this fits in an 80-liter dry bag. Wow. Mm. That I can literally, it's, it's always packed. I grab and go. But you think of, like, the people that are moving west and settling unexplored areas. Think of what they went through when yeah. we when we have True. everything at our how'd, disposal. How'd you get here, Ryan? You take your, <laughs> your horse-drawn buggy down here? <laughs> Didn't think so. You drove a freaking gas-powered truck. <laughs> With my flip-flops. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that, that do go four-wheel drive. They get muddy as hell and I still got them on. <laughs> I like to think I'm back in the, the settling era. Yeah. I mean, these. I'm pretty sure these flip flops came on the Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> They're settling shoes. So, more of the story is like all of my stuff takes up no room, so I yeah. bring it all. And but how many times have you changed your equipment to get to where you are now? 
Oh, piles. A pile, yes. But in the last two years, it hasn't changed at all. Yeah, because there's no need. I feel like it's pretty dialed. And the only times I regret my life are when something is missing from that for one reason or another. Or you swamp your kayak. Or I swamp my kayak. (laughs) Thankfully, fire. I had fire starters and a lighter, and they didn't get wet, and I was able to make a fire and drive Even if they did. I was going to say, even if they got wet, right? The fire starters would have been good, but the lighter, that was the main concern, you know. The, the Bigfoot Bushcraft Fire Starters. <laughs> Promo code Spencer Bauer. <laughs> Do save, it. Save yourself 10%. But they, they're, they're genuinely badass. Like, they are. If you, you pull, want to catch anything on fire, that's the way to go. Yeah. I, I suck at making fires, and they make it easy. Like, last night, I pulled it apart, um, set it on the ground, put two sticks, like, parallel to each other, and lined some sticks over the top, mm-hmm. put the fire starter under it, lit it on fire, and walked away. Oh, shit. Yeah, no yeah. tinder, no nothing, just... Good to go. Huh. Like, he's started fire out of slush before. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I like, swished the fire starter in him, like, just to just to test it all out. Uh-huh. And it lit up hmm. immediately with wet wood. It was, like, wet. Like, the fire starter's wet. The wood was wet. <laughs> okay. Speaking of wet. noise. Yeah, it's, it's, it's raining <laughs> on it. Okay, it is raining. It's, it's, it's probably crap. a torrential downpour <laughs> yeah. outside. And right we're now. in this little cubby hole and have no clue. We'll open that door and the whole rest of the shop's <laughs> gone. Because <laughs> I'm drinking salsa. It's like, why is it so loud all of a sudden? <laughs> is there something a little extra in that right? salsa? <laughs> Kids like, we're going to have a good show. I spike teas. Moral of the story is. Like camping stuff. Yeah. You know, you get used. To, if you're going to be out there as much as me, or even if you're not, like, you can get some ultra compact things and still be super comfortable. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And those are all the keys to me being comfortable. Yeah. And after you've done it for a while, you kind of figure out what do you need, what you don't need. Yes. I think a lot of the learning process, when you're first starting to get into it, you bring a whole bunch of shit that yep. you don't some need. Some people. Or maybe like you, you or, don't yeah, or, bring, you don't bring, or you don't bring enough. <laughs> sure Both could, are, are learning curves. Sure, yeah. could go for some pants right now. <laughs> yeah, he was. Dude. Yeah, I bet. He, but, you didn't have no pants that night. He but didn't. that's the thing with the rain stuff. Like it, it, it keeps you dry if it rains, but it's also a pair of pants. Yeah, that blocks <laughs> the wind. Well, you know things like that. And you tuck your wool sock or tuck them into your wool socks, and they're warm. Yeah, it's all a system. Yeah. Well, my excuse is that day we were on a tight, we were on a tight. The go time was three o'clock. I get that. And man. I had to work. <laughs> I had to work that day. So oh yeah, this was some. If shit. I wasn't I ready the too. night before, I, I definitely was not ready at one p.m. that that afternoon. Dude, trust me. I know, dude. This is a challenge. That me and you, we got, we got all kinds of shit going on in life. <laughs> it was so funny, but we just did it because it was so fun. Yeah. It was yeah. just. It was like we need a boat, and we'll support them. And, and we had to go get a boat. Yeah, we need we need a boat. We never used a boat. <laughs> I've never lost a boat. You didn't in my use it all. We didn't use a boat, but Spencer. Oh. Well, you said you slept in a boat, so you no, used no. it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but, but we wasn't never there. ever yeah. used it. Oh, you you backed up my boat trailer. Well, yeah, but not the boat itself. <laughs> not alone. Well, whether a boat's on it or not, it still functions the same. Yeah. Well, this is a two-stroke motor boat. I never started a boat. I mean. Four stroke, whatever. Turn the key, it turns on. Well, that's how two strokes are too. The Not good ones. One. Well, you had to, <laughs> you had to choke it. You had to choke it, and then there was well, this lever. So there, 
There was another step. Yeah, there's this yeah. lever. So thing. instead of one step, it was two steps, and you're like, that's way too many. Oh, here we yeah. go. <laughs> oh, Joe, turn the key. Okay, this you is. You had your hold your tongue to the left a little bit. <laughs> well, some of them. On the right but some of them, it's like that. <laughs> but you have to understand, man. This is these two cats have never ever fished on a boat by well, themselves. They're like, oh shit, is this shit gonna start? Well, <laughs> and then it's complicated too, because you it's your buddy's boat. Because it was Sean's, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It was Sean's boat. So it's your buddy's boat, and you don't want to do anything to it to yeah, like mess it up. Yeah, right. Because the one thing boats are good at is getting messed up. Yes. That's that's their number one job, I believe. Yeah. So we were trying to avoid that. Yes. Plus, plus the pressure of doing a competition. Competition. <laughs> if it was just some random Sunday, okay, whatever. It took me 20 minutes to start the boat, but it's like, okay, we yeah. got it. We got to get going. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. It was funny. I mean, you, you kind of want to watch it because it's like, shit, man. Are we gonna get? Are we gonna fish today? <laughs> like, are we gonna even be in this competition? They didn't even understand because they didn't even realize we had a boat. There's a funny thing. Yeah. They well, didn't realize that we had ace up your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja would, tactics. I mean, y'all gonna have to listen to it, but and watch it. But yeah, we they had no idea that because they all watch our stuff. They're like, man, you guys are bank fishermen. Yeah. That's all they do. They're probably easy, done. Yes. Yeah. Everything's Check checked off. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, you know, but then, you know, back on our heads, we're like, man, we're going to be so behind the eight ball. We got to get at least, we have to have some type of movement. Yeah. There's no way we can just be on. So I asked Sean, so, you know, shout out to Sean, those sake fishing that allowed to, you know, rent the boat out to us. So it was kind of cool of him. But when, when can we expect to see these videos? Uh, we're still maybe in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. We're so give, give late, everyone late a September. date. Late, late September. Late September. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we're still going through all the footage. There's a lot of man, shit, man. I left my shit on for like 24 hours, man. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, imagine. I'm not missing a part of this. No, I'm like, imagine trying to cut that shit out. And I, I, I was talking to kids. The kids are watching. I'm like, Dad, why are you watching yourself just cast? <laughs> That's exactly what she said. <laughs> My daughter said, Dad, why are you watching yourself just cast? I go, Honey, I'm just trying to find when I catch the fish. Dad's dude. working. So, Dad's working. So one, Funny, of, one of the one of my buddies I wrestled with, he texted me yesterday and said his son, who's I think five or six, is watching my videos. Ooh. And watching that's me. about the right age group. Oh. <laughs> well, intellectually speaking, <laughs> we have a lot of common Barney, ground. Barney Spencer, the same difference. A lot of common ground there. Um, he is watching me cut bait with a pair of scissors. And take a leak. Yeah, take a leak. <laughs> and he wanted to make sure that I knew I could borrow his knife. Okay. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. Quit ruining your scissors. I got you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So I'm still. Holy shit! Did I just finish a six pack of Trulies? Well, I see four dead ones. Yeah, it happens. It happened. It happened. Yeah, it happened. But no, this is. Um, I would say they have more in the cooler, but this is a bait shop. They only nice. have like guided beers. Oh, they actually <laughs> had Trulies, dude. <laughs> Okay, so FYI, y'all gotta come check out uh, Johnson's Bait and Tackle. Yes. They actually have they have seltzers. They have, what? they have a pretty well stocked yes. cooler. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. I brought beer because I didn't know. That's I, the first time I've ever been here. Didn't know either. I don't fish in this area, so I've never been here. Johnson it's Bait and badass. Tackle is something that I feel really fortunate that we have available. Agreed. Because like how not not every state has something like this available it's a mom and pop shop that is very well outfitted yes 
Like you, can you the, like take the camera around like at the end of the video and I just kind of show? Ooh, that's a good sure. idea. Yeah, I will. For just sure. kind of show Johnson's. They, for sure, they cater towards the needs of the local angler. So if you're fishing in Central Iowa, odds are they're going to have the things you want. And exactly they, the things you want. And they also have yeah. uh, the certified swimmer series. They do <laughs> right yeah. as you walk in the door. Yeah, that's they right. have right. whisker seeker tackle. Lift left. They're, yeah. out, they're out of the margarita color currently, but uh, they the have the one that catches fish. Uh, the, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Which Ah one? Natural. Really? Might, if, okay. if I could only go with one, that'd be the one I'd go with. Okay. And then uh, the Margarita Solid. And, uh, I mean, obviously, they're all designed to catch fish. But if I had to rank them, I'd go Ah Natural. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go um, probably the Margarita and then so on and so forth after that. I can't remember what I called the... the, the uh, I can't even chartreuse. The chart. <laughs> oh, chartreuse. Chartreuse. Yes. <laughs> chartreuse. Yeah. I, I I named the freaking things. I can't remember the names of them. Well, tell them how long you thought about this. Oh, it took me like minutes to name them all. And not he sent a, me a text message. He's like, "I'm done naming them." I'm like, oh. "You just started." Yeah. Yeah. I, it, yeah. It might have been like three minutes to name them all. So this is a thing, man. Oh, the the next one coming out. It's not out yet because right. Scott is uh, not satisfied with how it looks. But the chicken smoke, huh? The chicken <laughs> smoke will be the next color. You sure that's gonna catch fish? Oh yeah. All right. I've caught them. Scientifically no, proven. Yep. All right. Our fishing kit's back, but <laughs> it's kind of impressive back there. Oh, is it those yeah. bait tanks? A little big. Oh. I- did I've you pee in the bait tank? <laughs> I was like, oh, this must be the toilet. Hey, yeah. everybody, you guys come to. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but uh, the huge shout out to him. Um, you know, Fishing Camp myself, we're huge proponents of local. And that's why it was pretty badass that Fishing Kit, you know, asked them f- so we can shoot this here. So it's kind of cool that we Agreed. just. Yeah. I, I'm going to ask them if we can. Record a few here. Anytime, oh, dude. Yeah, just let us know. Well, you say anytime, like, well, I mean, I, like I, I you mean, give permissions. <laughs> to, yeah. well, no, I, I'm, I'm talking to if Tom will let us. I mean, anytime when you record, let us know so we just come oh, and we, ru- we will. ruin yeah, your will. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're closer now. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am. That's by design. But no, uh, super shout out to no for sure. Uh, Jonathan Bain tackle. You know, just allow us to come here, and then if you guys are looking for. Like you said, river certified bait lures, mm-hmm. Jurassic plastics, Jurassic plastics. Yep. still here. And then uh, Saki fishing, dude. I think they um, they carry his rods too. Yep, they got a full cool. line of whisker whisker, whisker seeker stuff. seekers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our sponsors here, so that's pretty badass of them to have. I'm still looking for the. Uh, they didn't, I don't know if I saw the uh, catfishing car, carp ca- carp rods. No, rod. they just got the medium heavy and yep. heavies. I've been looking for that. Hopefully, I'll talk to Tom after if they have some. I've been, I, I I've bet been he could get you some. There we go. Yeah. I, I I guess I could just say, hey, whisker seeker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have a rod available, sir? Within two days, you yeah, would have one. I probably yeah. could for, just. I, I, for I, a I, general purpose bait rod, it's tough to beat the spinning rods. That's why. Oh, I like see you two. Like shiner you fishing. Okay. Cut bait for channel cats. Like. Uh, all kinds of stuff. For cut it. bait for wipers. Yeah. They're so fun. And yes. You don't break the yes. bank. And you get quality and not breaking the bank. And yeah. that's why I'm like, shit, man, you guys be catching hell of fish on them. <laughs> I can confirm they'll catch flatheads up to 44 pounds. Oh. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. In pretty good current. 
that spot you got them was good current and you can ribbon. pull them out of about 11 snags i think that's how many times it snagged up when i pulled it out <laughs> it did take about 20 minutes though didn't it or maybe even longer it took, than that didn't it, it took me an hour and 20 minutes hour and 20 but the majority of it was due to me battling it out of those snags <laughs> like it, in an hour and 20 minutes i snagged probably 10 or 11 times Gee. Yeah. So if you want to control a 44-pounder, you probably ought to go with the heavy. Right, but, yes. But if yes. you want to have an hour and 20 fun-ass fight, uh-huh. the oh, catfish and carp rod is not a bad way to go. Too much anxiety. <laughs> if, I, if I had to choose between them, I'm going with the, the medium heavier heavies. But, <laughs> but um, I wasn't fishing for them when he hit. No. And the irony of it was in a week's time when I was trying to dial in some wipers that never showed up <laughs> uh, i caught three flatheads a 20 a 40 and a 44 oh all on those Jesus. wow That's a, yeah man it must be nice and uh i caught the 20 and then i caught the 44 dealt with all the bs and then i'm like realizing how much more pressure i can put on the fish with these rods so I went from catching a 44 in an hour and 20 minutes to catching a 40 in 10. Dang. Yeah. Badass. <laughs> well, the, so the, the thing I have to compare it to is like one of the biggest, one of the biggest flies I ever caught was at that current time was 44 pounds. So I just started flyhead fishing, got lucky, was walleye fishing with six pound line and i caught a 44 pounder on six pound line no six pound and i landed it in 30 minutes so when somebody says like oh yeah some superheroes jump tall buildings <laughs> in a single pound. <laughs> i guess so it's just 44 on a six pound line <laughs> all right so <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be a sarcastic pat on the back moment um, <laughs> oh it wasn't i was making funny i know <laughs> it was sarcastic screw you spencer um <laughs> My point being is if somebody's fishing like conventional catfish gear, uh-huh. like 50 to 80 pound line for big fish. With pool cues? With pool cues. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I fought this fish for two hours. I immediately call bullshit. <laughs> like, I, like, I'm thinking I put a 44 on the bank on six pound line in a half hour and you fight a fish for two and a half hours on 50 pound line. Like I, I've literally put. How many times did you let him back in? No shit. <laughs> Reel him in, let him back. Reel him in, let him back. Like, I, I, I've caught sharks up to 150 pounds on 20-pound line, and it took me 20 minutes. Mm. Like, I think it's a lot of it's understanding of your equipment. For sure. And straight it's not heat. The, it, straight <laughs> heat. Straight heat. <laughs> well, it's, it's knowing how much heat, too. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, like, this world's greatest fisherman. It's just I don't make up stories. <laughs> <laughs> so... This is a thing. You're probably kind of well known as Iowa's fishing guy. Oh gosh! Do you get a lot of no? Do you get a lot? Of, do you get a lot of uh, people that, coming? That wasn't you, cringy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's cringy, and then I'm like, I wish Iowa could do better. If that's the case. <laughs> oh shit! I was gonna say that's that's like some new business cards. You, Iowa's fishing guy. <laughs> Iowa's fishing guy. Spencer Bowers. Do Iowa's it. fishing guy. I've won exactly zero tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever get like people just come up just randomly just? give you all kinds of bullshit you're just like and you shake your head yes but in your back of your mind just like you're no you get um, that a lot i mean so it depends on what you mean bullshit i have <laughs> like every day i've, I've been with him every, every time day. i'm with ryan <laughs> i get a lot of bullshit 
coincidence. <laughs> but it happens. Um, <laughs> like somebody will come up and say hi yeah. fairly regularly in certain places. Like if I'm walking through a Walmart, okay, it's probably not going to be anybody who's going to come up and say anything to me. But if I walk up through a Bass Pro, I'd say maybe every once or every once in a while someone would be like, "Hey, River Certified." Be like, <laughs> some days, some days I'm River Certified, <laughs> and I I enjoy that. Like, because what's what's that person going to do? They're going to want to talk fishing mm-hmm. for sure. All I want to do is talk fishing. But as far as giving me bullshit stories, that that happens to everybody regardless. Like. You're gonna you're gonna be talking to somebody and they're gonna say, "Hey, I caught a 20 pound blue cat out of the Des Moines River." Oh! <laughs> and in the back of my mind, I'm like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> Am I gonna tell them that? No, because it's their that's story, awesome. and I'll let them I've tell. I've got a blue there. That's go- that's yeah. awesome. You found them. It's crazy. They only got to 20 pounds. <laughs> so yeah. that that kind of brings a story. Uh, fish cat, I, dude, it was 30. 30. Well, yeah, 30. the blue cat when we went down. Oh, he's, this here story. we go again. The, the Dude, fish Denny that was no oh, speaking proof. of Denny, but Denny was right there. He was like 20 feet away. I never heard De- even Denny confirm it. It was 25 to 30. So he, you, you he give caught, him shit like he said 125. Like 30 pound blue is a really nice fish. <laughs> it's but it's a, not like that's crazy. a three year old fish. No, it's a yeah, three pound. It's a crazy But they were seeing, see, they were just giving me shit. It was mm-hmm. my birthday weekend. We went yeah. down to the spot to catch blues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I caught one on the yak and it was completely tied up in my uh, um, anchor. anchor anchor rope. And, you know, Denny was like, dude, he's going to lose it. He was like, he, he told me after he goes, dude. Now, Denny's supposed to be a life coach. That doesn't sound like life coaching no. to me. <laughs> shout out to like, Diddy. I don't think he listens to this shit anyways. Yeah. But, but shout busy, out to Diddy. He's busy positively influencing people. <laughs> but, but Diddy he ain't going to land it. He, <laughs> he was positive you were not going to land it. So Diddy, 100% after I landed it, he goes, dude, I thought you were going to lose it. I didn't want to say nothing. It was you were effed up. <laughs> because it was completely around yeah. the anchor. Well, he, he he didn't say anything. That's no. positive. He he that didn't want positive. to because yeah. at the moment when I was struggling, he just wanted to watch a train wreck happen. <laughs> <That's, that's, laughs> that could have been it. Yeah, I no, watch it. No news is good news. And, yeah. and I finally landed it. And I was like, oh, because I wasn't recording. I wasn't recording anything fishing wise <laughs> then. And I was like, I was so happy. And like, I didn't go. I was worried, like, is the fish going to die? I got to release it because this is so big. Like, the biggest blue I ever caught. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, did you get a picture? I go, man, nobody had a camera. Denny didn't have a camera. Freaking Denny, kid. the guy with, like, two GoPros yeah. on his kayak. <laughs> didn't yeah. have a camera. Kid, kid, kid's, like, about 100 yards away. He's just like, are you sure that's a fish? You know, being a <laughs> dick that he was. He's so, like, are you sure? moral of the story is this fish doesn't exist because no, it wasn't it, documented. Dude, yeah. it exists. Picks or or it didn't happen. <laughs> Sasquatch. Uh, the cat <laughs> world. The, the, the <laughs> best, biggest blue I've ever caught in my life. I mean, it's I'm a fat, big guy. And it was it was if 30. It was, if it was 30, it was a 38 to 40 inch fish. and So over three feet of blue cat. Yeah, it was. Guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, to me, I mean, it's... Did you measure? Well, did you no, measure? I didn't. I didn't measure. Yeah, 38 to 40 <laughs> inches. How the hell are you going to measure that on the kayak? 
Use a ruler. Yeah, use a ruler. Yeah, they have, tur- <laughs> they have tournaments with, where they go some off of measurements. Regulated numbers on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's bullshit. Kayak <laughs> tournament. They use a ruler. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure what that's is, the standard measurement. But for is that kayak. a competition, dude? I was just so excited. Dude, easier. you had a CB. I was. You, you just said like how? Like it. It's easier to measure hundreds them. of people do it. It's how's, easier to measure them than weigh them on a kayak. See, you're not sure. doing yourself any I'm favors not, right but now. God, I was so excited, guys. You have to understand, dude. This shit was bad. I do understand. Yeah. I was like, I was like so excited, but then I didn't want it to die. I wasn't sure. And the kids like, oh, it's tough. It could, you could have just brought it over here. I would take a picture of you. Can like, you know, let me, yeah. me tell yeah. you a story to make you feel better. I hope. We'll see but, how much better you feel after this. You might wait. feel worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you'll, you'll at least feel like you're not the only one. Right. So there was a, a, a flathead tournament. Well, it basically was a flathead tournament because it was the biggest. It was either the biggest. Was it the, it was the one I fished against you in? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was the biggest fish of the year one. Yes. Like, you could use diddy poles. You could use yeah, rod and reel. It just it had to be legally caught. Legally caught. And it was kind of a bunch of buddies. Yep. yep. Together. It was yeah. just a handful of people. It wasn't a big deal. No. But it, but it was over the course of the summer, and the deal was you had to have a picture of the fish. You had to have a picture of the fish on a scale mm-hmm. and document the weight. And the first year, like, I dominated. <laughs> wow. um, there was more than one year? Yeah, there's two. Oh, I, I was only in it one year. No, I, I beat... Well, so the year that I beat you was the first year. Oh, okay. And then the second year they did it again, and you obviously walked away with your tail between your legs. I didn't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> we put up one good fish. You I did. Put you put up did. a 35 or something. You would have cracked the top at 10 of mine. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I won it the first year, and I'm... Feeling good with now. what a thirty-seven or something. It wasn't. Much it wasn't bigger. a freak show. No, it was. I think I had a thirty-five. You had like a thirty-seven. I had five over thirty-five, but I couldn't crack thirty-eight. Jeez. Allegedly, no. That was before no, there video. There was no allegedly. That was before video oh, evidence. Before, this is before yeah. video. What are you talking yeah. about? Like they were documented <laughs> on camera. Were they? Yeah. Was, I thought that was before it was. You had videos out. I didn't have videos, but I took photos of the fish and the fish on the scale. He's the guy that has the fish, changes his shirt, takes another <laughs> oh. picture. Are you really? You're <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Drop you really? some sinkers down his throat. <laughs> Change the way. <laughs> Pulls so, on the tail a little bit, so the scale's a little The story would be over by now if I had to say That doesn't make good productions. <laughs> so the second year... I struggled, and I caught the fish that would have won it, the whole thing. Really? But I was by myself, and I'm trying to remember what chain of events led up to me having this fish out of the water for a minute. And instead of taking the time to photograph it on the scale, I decided to just let it go. That's what I pretty much what I did. Right. And then in hindsight, I'm like, I'm an idiot. I should have just held it in the water for five minutes and then hung it on a scale after it was revived. So I, I almost I made you feel better. I was like, uh, but I would have won a whole $300. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. But 
But that story was so long that Grandy forgot he was feeling bad about himself. Yeah, so it so. worked. So you worked. Yes. But it's, and, well, then it's I the old rope a dope. Then I reminded <laughs> him. That's pretty good, bro. <laughs> it's the old rope a dope. Yeah. I almost feel a little bit better, man. I didn't get that picture. Almost. I'm a little sad, though, because we bring this up every so often. And then this guy, I was like, dude, just catch a 60 and yeah. Yeah. water make, under the bridge. Make me shut up. I'm going down there make in me middle up. October and running three guide trips down there. Middle October? Yeah, the 14th, 15th, 16th. I've actually gone down there you gotta in, go to uh, Vegas like in two, two weeks. All right. Yeah. yeah, he is. Oh, we're going to be. I leave for Spain in six days. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. Because I was going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, the next two weeks. I just realized rolling. that. Yeah. Oh, six yeah. days? How long are you going to be gone for? A week. You want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah. If you I don't want, know. real quick, before the end. Well, holy shit, we're two hours in, so we'll go. It's two a good hours. One. It's we're a good almost. One. We're yeah. almost. No, we're good. Yeah, he's got You don't have to get gray. super don't into worry. detail. Yeah. But, but um, what, what do you got going in Spain, sir? I'm a fish for Wells. Wells oh, Cat. Yeah. Big jumbos. I'm not looking forward to the plane ride because I don't like plane rides that much. <laughs> and then I'm going to be in a plane for like 16 hours. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it's weird because I'm leaving on a Friday, and I'm like going ahead in time, so it's like amplified by jumping ahead all the time zones, I think. And then on the so way he gets back, in on a Tuesday. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's like so like we leave early. I, I think the plane takes off at six ten Friday morning. Okay, and then we get there at three in the afternoon on a Saturday. I think it's gotta be. You can't be that. Too but much. it's like it's it's twelve or thirteen hours. <clears throat> no, it's it's I don't know. It's a pile of time in the air. Yeah, but not nearly that much time. And then on the way back, we leave at nine in the morning, and then we land in Des Moines at like eleven at night. Hmm. I think when you come back, you're gonna be. Jumping back in time because they're yeah. so far ahead. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna leave on what, what? What day did you say you were leaving? Same day. Same, we same leave day. on a Saturday, get back on a Saturday, and the only reason it's gonna take so long is because my flight got rescheduled and I had to go <laughs> through a bunch of hoops to get it, you know, back to where I'm gonna make it home. Mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, or at least back within 12 hours of home. Well, <laughs> the flight. So we go from uh, Barcelona straight to Chicago and then we go from Chicago to Dallas Dallas to Des Moines <laughs> what? It, it makes so much sense oh yeah Jeez. Uh, geologically yeah. yeah I'm kind of annoyed by that <laughs> as a guy who doesn't enjoy being in a plane not too excited about that. add an extra four hours are you uh, excited to catch a species that you haven't caught or even seen in or person. See, yeah. oh, I'm just excited to put eyes on one. Like, whether I reel it in or not, like, yeah. I want to see one in person. So and, like, touch it. Because they look squishy. I want to know if they're squishy. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're kind of... You know, the first time I met Spencer, he did the same thing. He's like, <laughs> you look you're a little squishy. squishy. <laughs> but I like you, but you're a little squishy. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're, it's just his thing. <laughs> I feel like they're kind of a legendary status as far as catfish are concerned. Like the pinnacle. This is yes. like Discovery I Channel. I don't think they're the pinnacle. What? Really? The, the Paraiba is the pinnacle. Oh. So let's get back to this Wells. How many people are going to be on that group that you're fishing with? It was originally five. We're down to four. 
Give me the number of the biggest Wells catfish that you will see out of the water. I mean, it's fishing, so you can never guarantee anything. But the Just, guy, yeah. the guy says it's the trophy time of year, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons we booked that. And based on his Facebook group, from what I've seen, it's not uncommon over a week period for somebody to put 150 plus pound Wells that catfish on the bank. Crazy. Now, is it possible we don't make that happen? Yes. But is it possible we make that happen many times? Mm. Also, yes. And there's the possibility of a two to 300 pounder hitting the bank. Because they're there. Dude. Three bills. Three bills. Three bills. How, what, what are the inches on a three bills fish? I mean, they're longer. Probably bigger than, around than longer, right? No, because they got that eel tail. Oh, that's yeah. true. So three, but yeah. they're, they're, a 300 pounder would be substantially longer than I am tall. And I'm like a Dude. foot taller than everyone in this room. So. <laughs> no lie. Yeah, no lie. <laughs> Asian <laughs> tradition continues. Five and foot six homies. <laughs> and Ryan's fit yeah. in. I'm the tallest of eight. <laughs> we just don't build them tough. Build them tough, not tall. That's right. And so I'm, I'm just mentally squishy. You're just squishy. <laughs> Do you know what you're going to be using for bait? Because these fish, yeah. there's videos out there of them creeping up on pigeons bathing in the water. You know what the funny thing of that is? We're using doe bait. Doe bait. They, like we. No. So the mo- one of the most expensive parts of this whole trip. It's cheaper to go on this trip. Like, this this trip is a third the cost of going to Alaska. Wow. You can go really? to Spain and fish wells for not nothing, but if you think Compared about... Compared to, like, your Amazon trips, it's a oh, third it's of a that. It's a third the cost of the Amazon trip. Huh. And, uh, but one of the bigger expenses is the bait. Like, because you chum it. They know ch- what they got. Because <laughs> you chum the area with the bait, so you use a bunch for chum, and then you use that as your bait, and it's all prepared stuff. Weird. Yeah, I was surprised, too. And the guide prepares it himself, I'm guessing. No, he orders it all. Oh, really? And that's why it's freaking expensive. Because you go through a pile of it. Like, you can go through two, like, one to two sacks. And the sacks are, like, three gallons a day. Dang. Wow. And I think they're, like, 25 or... 25 to 50 bucks a piece. I don't remember. Like, I'll have to look at it. Depends on how good the fish are biting. The price might increase a little <laughs> well, bit. <laughs> well, and the amount you use increases. You yeah. know, you catch a pile, That's you're going to use a lot of bait, and you're gonna, it's going to be more money. But I think, so what? what is it? it I, I totaled my cost without bait at like 1300 bucks, not counting food and drink. For a week. For a week. For a week? That's dead. That's dirt cheap. So that's plane, that's, that's plane yeah. ticket, out like lodging, and guide. Thirteen hundred bucks. Super <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you got your food, which you're gonna eat no matter where you go, or what you do, and then you got your bait. So, I I mean, split four ways, it should be under. I mean, depending on how much beer I drink, under fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, how and much is beer cheap. over there? Though? Beer's cheap over is there it? too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cheaper. He's, it's not like I can drink it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bush light. Let's do it right now. We're, we're really trip. testing it. Let's test it. No, no, no. We're, no. we're about out of it. There's no sense in testing. <laughs> we're we're going to be a good influence until you know. <laughs> but I want to say beer over there is like 50 cents a can. Wow. Where if wow. you right now gas stations are advertising a 12 pack of bush light for 12 bucks. And how much is shipping? Like, what can we get a ship back for? <laughs> no can, kidding. We could do a profit margin Dude. ratio. Well, that is one fun thing about traveling that I never even thought about till I got there is sampling, like, the beers there. Yeah. yeah. So sure. they, when I was in the Amazon, 
I can't remember the names of the beers, but they had two different ones. They're both good. One one I thought was better than the other, but um, they're just funny. Like instead of twelve ounce cans, there are ten ounce cans. And they had foil. So they had a regular pop top like these, but they had foil you had to peel off. Hmm. It was just different. You there's, know. There's a lot of critters there. They want to double protect it. You know? <laughs> I think that is legit the reason they are the way yeah. they are. Well, I I kinda wanna talk about when I met your well, I ran into your brother. Oh. Make it quick. I have to pee. <laughs> so I, Let him go pee and then we'll oh, yeah, 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 go pee real quick. Or poop if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're keeping that in. In the bait in the bait tank. Spencer, <laughs> go poo in the bait tank. Oh, oh shit. Alright, pee breaks over, you were saying. <laughs> there are you were you were saying. You were something. saying something. You were talking about me and my brother. Oh yeah, you and your brother. Hey, hey, FYI, I'm drinking a second beer. Oh, second we told beer. you, just oh, for the record, no. we told you not to. Yeah. <laughs> Prop, don't, don't do Spencer, it. when's yeah. the last time that I listened to anybody? I don't know. <laughs> last time your wife spoke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. He right, he right, he right. All right, anyway, so I ran into Spencer's brother. And I uh, knew about it before you ever told me, because he told me. Yeah, it was a few <laughs> weeks ago. Uh, I, I just happened to be in his old stomping grounds, random gas station, 6 a.m. in the morning. I go in there. He just got off work. Oh, he did just get <laughs> off work. Okay. So I go in there. I was with my brother-in-law. We were, we were going to go fishing, and then I just see this big-ass dude. <laughs> <laughs> he sticks out. He's, he's, he's not does. a small man. How tall is he? How tall is he? Six four, six four, like two hundred eighty pounds. Three fifty. Three fifty. Jesus, okay. not a tiny dude. Not a tiny dude. No. But anyways, I'm he like, he carries it as well as anyone who's three fifty. I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Right. Well, I he was wearing shorts, and I'm I'm talking to one of my buddies. Like, I think that's Spencer's brother. He's like, <laughs> he was like, did How you do give up? Z bunny. I was kind of. <laughs> People, just people, to see me turn around. People, people who are close to him call him Z Honey. Z Honey. Okay. Well, anyways, so I'm kind of. I, I was pretty sure it was your brother, and I'm. I don't want to sound like a creeper or a weirdo. <laughs> Any more than you already do. Yeah. So I was kind of scoping him out, and I see a Cubs tattoo. Yep. And a catfish tattoo. No. Well, is it not a catfish? It's an arapaima. Oh, arapaima. That's yeah. what it was. Yep. Yeah, and then I'm thinking that is Spencer's brother. <laughs> Gotta so be. He's he's cashing out, and I just go up behind. Um, excuse me, excuse me. Hey, hey, excuse me. And he turns around. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy. He looks scary. <laughs> like for me, a guy that's five four, 145 pounds, going up to this guy. He just turns around. <laughs> Could I help you, uh, son? Are you? Is your name Zach? He's like, yeah. Like. You're Spencer's brother, aren't you? He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I know him. And then he, he's like, how do you know my brother? Like super. I was like, man, I, it looked like he was pissed off, like that I was bothering him. Like, how do you know my brother? He's like, oh, I fished with him a few times, and and uh, I recognize you from his videos. And he's just like, staring me down. <laughs> my my side of the story, before I ever heard this side of the story. Me and my brother recently went on a camping trip together. And one of the first things he told me once he got to my house for us to leave and said, he goes, I, uh, 
I met one of your followers. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, tell me about it. He goes, it was super awkward. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I said, the story is so much better knowing that it was super awkward. <laughs> and then he described the person. And I was like, oh, that's Kit. <laughs> He's harmless. He Don't did, worry. He described the person. <laughs> Don't worry. Done. And I'm thinking, I feel like he he would have been in your videos enough times where this wasn't the first time. I think I think it was one of the first times. Yeah, and yeah. then, yeah, I commented on one of your videos, and he's mm -hmm. like, this was the first time that happened. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <There's> no, <laughs> I felt so freaking weird. And privileged. You should feel privileged. Yeah. 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 I'm a pioneer. Yes. <laughs> and now that he's been showing up in more videos, there's going to be more and more people right. coming up I to him. So. There'll be Z Bunny sightings <laughs> left and right. Hey, Z Bunny! <laughs> The, so, the progression of his nicknames. His name's Zach. We've already confirmed that. But uh, we used to do this strength and conditioning program at Central College growing up. Okay. And the strength and conditioning coach was awesome. And so he got the strength, you got the conditioning. <laughs> was it like a half and a half deal? I didn't get. I didn't get either. <laughs> you can run like the wind blows. I was. Uh, I was working out yesterday in in the back of my mind I'm like wow I have no conditioning <laughs> <laughs> so I, I definitely got neither these these don't help but I'm gonna keep drinking them well so, um, right. but anyway insert uh, the 45 year old fat guy and you have some cardio left thank you, buddy thank you <laughs> you know we're starting at the bottom <laughs> I'll take it but one of the grad assistants who worked with the strength and conditioning coach was a football player who was full of shit, and we all loved him, and um, he was a good time. And he, it was about the time Seabiscuit came out, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gave him the nickname Z-Biscuit. Oh. Nice. And from that, nice. propagated all these other nicknames from Z-Money to Z-Honey to Z-Bunny to z I don't Trisket, I think, was one. Z Trisket. Uh, well, there was one video where I just like every time he talked, I gave him a different nickname. That had started, it went well. That started it with did Z. Go well. yes. I, I enjoyed editing that one quite a bit. We got a little fly porn going on yeah, on the styrofoam going, there. As long as they're on the outside. <laughs> I've literally. That's what Ryan brings to the table, everybody. <laughs> But it's all right. Because yeah. can, can you do that in your podcast? You got to keep it PG-13. What is that noise? As I long as we know. don't say f***ing porn, we're it's good. <laughs> Sounds like an ambulance. That's an oh, ambulance. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Was. Or. Oh. Or a fire truck. Would it be kind of crazy if it came here? Like, all the shit. <laughs> like, we're, yeah, there's some shit going down <laughs> outside. Yeah, we have yes. no idea. <laughs> it's possible. Here comes oh, Tom. We got Tom. <laughs> Tom's like, all right. He's like, there's no way they're still alive off. back there. What's, <laughs> what's going on, Tom? Tom's got to cut it off. I, I, just, I, I don't know. I guess I need to watch more of these. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know a bunch of giggling monkeys. <laughs> so, in three hours. I don't know. So, like, so let me paint the picture on? of what just yes. happened. The owner of this establish, establishment came in and was like, what are you guys still doing here? <laughs> you need to get the hell out yeah. of here. Hey, Spencer, can Rent you tell the, due. tell the owner, man? I don't know, man. He's wearing some garbage on his yeah. shirt. Yeah. He's wearing a trash bag. I'm just, I'm just saying. So, so I, 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 make, happens. I make this bet with a buddy of mine every year for the Nebraska-Iowa game. And if Iowa wins, 
he has to wear all Iowa stuff. And if Nebraska wins, I have to wear all Nebraska stuff to this golf tournament. And I've never had to wear, wear the Nebraska stuff. And I can only assume that's what happened to Tom with Iowa State. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Go yeah. Hawks, baby. Yeah, go Hawks. Go, but, but this is the thing. Are you down, Tom? We'd, we'd do a bet. I will wear that shirt and Cardinal color. Cardinal and gold. If today, because this is a hawk week and this is a hawk game in about 30 minutes. If Iowa State wins, I will wear that shirt, whatever, and we'll do a podcast because he's going to jump on with us. Okay. And he's going to have so much, like... So many good things to say. Ammunition. I think you got to get a chance today. Yeah. You might as well just give him that yeah. shirt right now. So yeah. I'll, I'll but, go out there and I say it. I am oh, coming. <laughs> you weren't wearing such a piece of garbage. <laughs> 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 Come on, Tom. You got to do better you know, than that. He no, already no, called no, your no, shirt no, garbage. I would just jump in so. a dumpster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what oh, hey. hey, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, typical Iowa Staters, you know, they, they, they don't have the heart. They don't have the heart to, to, to put the bet on the line. I'm just saying. I, but, I'll do it. But thanks for letting us use your shop. Yes. Yes. Appreciate Shout appreciate out to it. Tom at uh, Johnston Vane Tackle. Yeah. Yes. And stop by. It's an amazing oh, shop. Oh, yeah. They're raking in. I mean, he's a bait shop owner, folks. Yeah. He's got all kinds of money. Yeah, he's, got, he's bringing the bait shop money over here. I got, I got four daughters, like nine daughters. I'm like, I'm looking at it like, that's food. Money. And Tom's son helps him run the place, so he's yes, actually sir. making money, not not spending it all the time. But honest truth, though, uh, come check out Johnson Bait and Tackle. Badass, you guys having us yes. here, Tom. Yes, they thank are you. located in Johnston. I think we had a. <laughs> are you gonna go <laughs> pick up more? Yeah, I've got three. We'll sell us all we want. <laughs> True no, salesman. Yeah. He can't sell it. Can't sell it. Oh, we but can't drink it here if he sells it to but us. But I was yeah, asking Tom earlier. He, he he shook his head no. But I said, can I buy your your line for about? Five times what it usually costs. Five times? I'm not. I'm confused. So he could he could get the alcoholic beverages. Never mind. We might have to cut that part off. <laughs> <laughs> but he turned you down because he's a he's a he's tried a, and true businessman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't do it. I'll give you all you want, but you can't buy it. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay, there you go. Gratuity uh, is <laughs> On that note, though, uh, it's High Hawk Week. We have the game coming up in about 20, 30 minutes here. Yeah. It's like 15 now. Or 15. Yeah. yeah. Fishing it'll, kit. It'll be good to listen to the radio on my ride home because I got like a 45-minute drive home or an hour, I guess. So, so this has probably been one of the most entertaining, funnest, just kickback podcasts we've had in a long time. So and I, then Spencer. And then Spencer. <laughs> so I truly appreciate you guys just hanging out with us. But Fishing Kid, you got anything else for these gentlemen? Okay, so this is kind of going to be kind of like on your segment. You guys have one segment on your podcast. Yes. This is going to be kind of like the last cast, but I'll say it's the last fish. Yeah. Oh. I don't yeah. leave until I catch that one more fish. That's yeah. true. You yeah. don't fly at fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'll be there until I like in six two or more seven nights. days in a row. <laughs> yeah. Gotta do it. All right, so what's your one last fish? The last fish. Thank you, guys. Every time I get together with you guys, it's a blast. Uh, thank, 
thank Johnson Bait and Tackle for letting us jump in here. This is actually my first time. I'm I'm from about hour hour and fifteen away, so this is my first time actually here. I don't do a lot of whole whole lot of fishing in this area, but I'm impressed with the selection. It's with a cool the, place with the top quality that they have. Like they don't have some some mom and pop bait and tackle stores you go into you'll be lucky to find two things that you'd actually use Mm -hmm. most of it's junk most of it's stuff that they've had in inventory for like two decades like you can't see through the package because they're like yellow and stuff but this is top of the line equipment like if you really want to use the best stuff it's here you can come here and get a lunker hunt spider topwater bait Lunker Hunt? What the hell is a Lunker Hunt? Can you explain to somebody? That's the name of the, the company. It's okay. Lunker Hunt. So it'd be like Strike... No, I was thinking Strike Master. But Strike King? Strike King. Oh. Spinnerbait. Okay. But you got a Lunker Hunt topwater spider. So it's multiple lures in one? No, it's a, no. it's literally a spider. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like the dumbest lure ever. <laughs> but but it worked. But I mean, I'm sure I, I'm sure it catches fish. But my point being is, <laughs> you can find some cool stuff here. No, yes, yeah. yeah. Halloween cool decorations. Yeah. My, my, point, my point being is, they have an impressive inventory. Yeah, that, like their yeah. inventory is large enough they include stuff like that. Right. Very yeah. True. There's and like, Grandy. I hope you do take the camera around. Just do one lap around the shop before yes, you sure. yes. and add yes. it because there's a lot of cool shit. Like it's they have fun. a whole room of rods. Yes. Like all the different rods that mm-hmm. you would want, they've got a whole room of them in a pile of variety. It's, it's yeah, and it's good stuff. They have they have Daiwa stuff. They got Shimano stuff. They got Fenwicks. I I don't know if they have G Loomis. I think they had some Saint Croix. Maybe I think he might. Yeah, some Saint Croix. They got the catfish stuff. Whisker Seeker, Bad Cats, and Whisker the Seeker. They've got like some of all of the tackle. Like if you want anything yes. Whisker Seeker, it's on the show. They got like an end cap thing. Yeah, like they've. All of it. Even like the grips and the the, the scales, scale and yeah. all that stuff. You know the funny thing is we do this podcast and we're actually sponsored by Wizard Seeker, but we never really say much about them because they just do their shit. Yeah. They, but I'm gonna show you guys some shit in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're an awesome company. Like they sure. focus on the things that matter. The the awkwardly obvious promotion of product. Some companies want you to do that, but it's just not natural. You know, Agreed. it's it's forced, so they don't want you to do that. And I don't think I'm not a fan of that either. You know, if somebody makes something good, you're going to talk about how good it is. And if it's not good, then when you talk about how good it is, it's going to feel forced. And then you lose your credibility from people that's actually used it, and they're like, "No, that's garbage." Yes, and, you know. But with with Whisker Seeker stuff, their stuff is genuinely awesome. So when you talk about it, it's very fluid and natural because you're talking about how awesome it actually is. Yeah, no. they, they've been so awesome to work with. There's basically no pressure from them. Mm-hmm. Like they don't tell us, "Oh, you guys need to push this or promote this mm-hmm. or say this about whatever." Or catch more of this. You suck, Granny. <laughs> can you catch some more fish? I uh, go. F- I'm trying. I'll say that. Come it's on, not, Gorge. It's not because of your equipment. I promise. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man. I'm trying, guys. <laughs> Large. And then when you do catch, like even this guy using whisker seeker stuff. Thanks, can do man. It. Even this guy. <laughs> Cheers to die, <laughs> That's why they're actually good to work with. I agree with you on that, hundred percent, man. It's just if we have a good time. If you're good, people tell you how good you are. 
you know, I feel like that kind of applies to fishing tackle. You know, if it's good, it's easy to talk about. Mm -hmm. yeah. If it's not good, then you got to kind of force it. Yeah. What do you got? Last fish. Oh, it's it's still <laughs> Spencer's last fish. Oh, shit. My bad. Oh, it's on me? Yeah. Well, I'll mirror what Ryan said and start off with a thank you he's for a, having us he's on. He's a follower. I am. <laughs> oh. Hey, I met one of your followers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my brother is anything but a follower. <laughs> yeah, he's quite the opposite. He's the anti-Spencer. <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of that there. But I, I just had fun uh, being on here. And yeah, this, we're, we, we're talking about my favorite subject, which is fishing. So it's easier for me to talk about it for hours on end, and just like we did. And and we I, got some dim. We have penalized him. We'll penalize him later. I think he did that on purpose. <laughs> Ate good, drank good, and hopefully going to watch some good football here shortly. Yeah. So thanks again. She got kit. I guess it's my turn. Huh? Okay. So one We're last question. The shit, dude. One last question for you guys. Yeah. Since you've started being on the on the podcast front. Is this the first time you guys been a guest on a podcast since you started? Both of you. Him, no, me, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm trying to think, though. Because you've been on a couple. Yeah. Yeah, I was on one a few months ago, but the, there's... I don't feel... Because those... you guys did one for us, but we haven't done no. one for you guys. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I yeah. did one with you guys. I think I've done two with two, you guys two with prior us. to this. We were one of the early birds of trying to make sure... Is but, it working? But, but you're, <laughs> yeah. you're the only guys who invite me in person. Like, I've done a handful of digital ones where you're on, like, a Zoom call, basically. Yeah. And I don't enjoy those that yeah, much. It's not the same. We yeah. know it. It yeah. is not the same. We agree. Yeah. So you guys are the only ones who invite me in person. And for that, I appreciate it. You for know, sure. I, I... But is there a... I had a good time. Is there more in this area that get put out? Um, there's the, the Short Rod Show. Short yeah. Rod Show. Are yep. they in the area? They yeah. are in there. We, we yeah. had them on our podcast twice. Right. I've yeah. listened to one of them. I, didn't, I don't think I've listened to both of them. But I think that's it. In Iowa, Central Iowa, it's just us. Oh, there might be a few in the, the NGLs. or IGLs. Yeah. Yeah. It's called NGLs. <laughs> what, yeah, what's the N stand for? Wow. Wow. What is the N word? <laughs> I'm going to assume it's Nebraska. No idea. Northern Great Lakes. Northern Great Lakes. Ryan, winner, winner. <laughs> but, but I think there's a couple podcasts up northeast. And then after that, I don't think this is it. It's just river surfing. That'd be us. Northwest, by the way. Or Northwest, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Northwest. I think they're um, they're kind of they're kind of big too. Those guys up north. Yeah, they're huge. Okay. Yeah. But hmm. I'm okay with. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm just intruding on your last fish. No, no. I guess that's it for for me. Right. Um, uh, my last fish. Uh. Truly appreciate you guys just coming, kicking with us. Wait, did you say truly? Because that's <laughs> what you're drinking. Oh. Why, do, why do I know this guy too well? I was like, truly, should I say that word? Truly. Truly. I, right. 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 Truly. I don't know what to say. Oh, there's a word. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys bush light? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> yes, I got bush latte. But, uh, um, super fun, man. I, I, I just, I'm very proud of you guys to represent Iowa the way you guys do. So, um, Back in my mind, I'm like man, but all you guys, whatever you guys do, social media, whatever you guys do, so uh, represent Iowa very well. And then on top of that, man, you guys come kept 
kick it with us, have me a, have a couple beers, eat some dim sum from Fishing Kit. Some. And then we just do a little podcast. It's super fun. And then just give you guys a little bit of knowledge to a lot of people. I'm pretty sure I might not be wrong. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people probably learn a lot from just hearing from you guys talk about your fishing adventures, everything a little bit because I learn stuff. Yeah, just I, so you guys know, because so at the end of the day, this I, chair is really squeaky. By yeah, this was. <laughs> if you're wondering what that noise is, it's my chair. I really started. <laughs> there's a bonus room behind us that is occupied at this. Moment. I really started like hardcore. I love this place. Getting to fishing. <laughs> Maybe what did I say, Kit? Maybe less than eight, seven years ago, and then I'm just still learning. And then a lot of people said, so "You said, but like, man, how the hell you not know that?" But I don't know that. You don't know as, so you as, know. As yeah. a fisherman, like I'm still learning and gravitating and still you, learning. You all only shit. know what you know. Thank you. Yeah. And and the, then you guys might say, like, how the? It's just it's second nature. Dude, a lot of people. Dude, I'm I'm like so aware of all the things. I mean, to say so aware. I feel like I'm pretty aware of the fact that I've learned a pile of things that mm-hmm. seem second nature just because I've been obsessed since a very young age and not everyone is that way. No. Like I've literally right. been obsessed with fishing since I have conscious memory. And you've made it a priority in your life. Yes. That's a lot other. of people don't have the time or the effort to make it a priority in their life. And that's yeah. why I just want you guys to know it's, it's important to me because, I mean, I'm learning every time. Every time that you, dude, you're an idiot. Why didn't you even do this? I go, in the back of my mind, I go, well, shit, I didn't know no better. Right. Or yeah. I just like. Cause it does a make of, you an easy target for giving you shit, though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, I'm, you know, luckily, L- I'm, luckily, I don't pick the low-hanging <laughs> fruit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, I'm secure enough that it's okay, because I'll just drink it Trulies and move on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go, guys. Do you truly feel oh, that shit. way? <laughs> but it helps me catch the, the, this, this it helps me catch the next fish. As long as yes. it does that for me, yes. and I'm pretty sure everybody else can listen to this and or hear this and watch it, it I'm appreciative. So, you know, badass, you guys represent Iowa. Go Hawks. Um, at the end of the day, I don't know why the hell this shit got sentimental. It's so weird. It got real mushy yeah, real fast. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. super mushy. I don't know. It's yeah. so weird. But, um, Trulies will do that too. Yeah. Trulies. <laughs> go grab a beer, everybody. <laughs> Breathe out your feminine side. Oh. <laughs> anyway, go Hawks. Go Hawks, baby. Go uh, Hawks. Super appreciated to River Certified, Ryan Tassler. Go check them out. All their guide services. Um, not too many in Iowa. I looked it up. Yeah. Not, not too many in mm-hmm. Iowa, guys. So if you guys come here and you guys want like, you know, hang out in Iowa, check them out. At the end of the day, you might catch a fish or two. You and might- I'm not guaranteeing that, but we're going to have a hell of a good time. Yes. Well, either way. All right. We're going to laugh till our face hurts. <laughs> we might catch a big one. And catch so, a 40. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you got anything else? Uh, leave a review. Leave a review. Yep. Yeah. Fishing Kit stickers are now available at sakefishing.com. Bang, bang. And share nice. the podcast. Share it all in the pocket. At the end of the day, catch a giant. <laughs> I like it.